find good help these days. Taking the night off. He tanned, tanned too many. Uh, there's a warrant out for his arrest. I'll just, I'll just say that. How did I get so much moisture on the screen already? I haven't even begun to speak moistly. It's challenging to remain calm these days. Very. Very challenging. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the I'm Vans. I'm not allowed to say it. I'm not supposed to. If you found your way in here, it's a fucking small miracle. This is the most uh, suppressed and hidden and, and banned uh, Canadian streaming program in the country. That's a fact. And yet, we're still here. Challenging is an understatement, absolutely. It's uh, whatever day it is. It's Wednesday, I guess. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of shit going on, and I, um, I'm cranky. I got a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of things need to be burned. Just like the identities of some CSIS agents that we burned, I burned with some others' help, and I'm gonna keep doing it too. I've, I've got more, and I will dox every single fucking one of you. You wanna play games? Let's play games. I'd be more worried about the Chinese and the Russians if I were you guys, you know, having your faces and your names and everything out there, license plates and surveillance footage and all this stuff. That kind of comes with the territory. See, when you go around harassing hundreds of people, uh, trying to intimidate and elicit information, you know, from people for the, you know, the the, the terror crime of listening to a fucking podcast. Uh, I don't know. I feel kind of, ju- I feel morally justified uh, in doing that because you're fucking ridiculous. Your boss is ridiculous. Your organization is ridiculous. The government you work for is ridiculous. Everything you do is fucking ridiculous. The people you hire, basically everything, the way that you dress. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Do they, is, I figured it out. So if anyone's wondering where like um, fat, dumb, idiot lesbians come from in Canada, like the really, oh my, like just where did you, who constructed such a disaster of a human being? CSIS is where they come from. They're constructed there. They build them in a factory and they send them out to, uh, to try to elicit information from people. Now this is, you know, uh, I enjoy it. You know, I, I did exactly what I set out to do. I wanted to, you know, make fun of and, and taunt and irritate the government into just making mistakes because it's ridiculous. And it did exactly that. Now it's investigating a meme country and a non-existent terrorists that don't exist. So how much money is this going to cost? I can't wait for this to come out. 10, 20, 50 million dollars. What are we at, guys? Let's just keep running up the clock. Let's just keep doing it. Who am I going to dox next? I don't know. How many of you guys, you know, you know, people have like cameras outside their houses and stuff, right? It's, it's pretty common these days. And, you know, a lot of people have been, since word's gotten out, you've been doing this, you know, for months. The people are, you know, recording your conversations. They're sending them to me. I've got pictures of you coming, going. The cars are driving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep on doing it. You guys want to act ridiculous? Well, then let's just be, let's just, let's just have a great old ridiculous time. 
You want to collaborate with the, uh, you know, the uh, criminal police and the criminal, or, you know, elements in this country that are locking people up for political reasons. It's all fine as long as you get what you want. As long as you get paid, just doing my job. See, that's their excuse. And the funny thing about that phrase is it's your excuse, and you think that's that's what shields you uh, from criticism, from 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 prosecution, from, you know, uh, repercussions or consequences in the future. Actually, that phrase, that turn of phrase that you're hiding behind is the very reason why these things will happen to you in the future. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? The weak, pathetic, pithy little shield you're hiding from is actually the reason, uh, you know, you deserve every one of these horrible things to happen to you. You absolutely do. R. Mackey, thank you very much, man. He says, cheers, thanks again for your blunt honesty. Well, I mean, I got nothing else at this point. They've, you know, ruined my entire life and burned everything down. i am got nothing to lose, really. I don't care anymore. And now you're, you, what really pisses me off is that you're running around harassing, you know, my, my friends and family and associates of mine and, and this kind of thing and intimidating people and fucking with them. I, I don't appreciate that. So, um, you know, that's, that's why I'm going to do it and I'm going to keep doing it. In case you missed it, by the way, uh, here's a couple of them here. Here's uh, I, allegedly, I think she's eight feet tall is what I was heard. Uh, this is one of the, you know, right up to the right up to the guy's house. Uh, here's another one. Uh, this one's actually been, you know, spotted at a number of different places. Uh, yeah, it's just having a great old time laughing. She's wearing ankle weights for it appears for some reason. Is that state? Is that did they issue those at CSIS or is this just something you're you're just trying to tone your calves or whatever the fuck you ridiculous human beings are doing? Did you find any terrorists yet? Did you find them yet? Is everybody, you staying safe? Everybody staying safe yet? We doing good? Right on. I hope you guys aren't like, you know, stepping out on your partners or, you know, taking money or doing anything sketchy at all because, well, now that it's out there, I mean, you know, maybe the Chinese or the Russians will dig into you. Maybe then now you're going to be working for them. Ah, well. Oh, well. You know? Maybe, maybe don't, uh, maybe don't do the things you do. I mean, you play games, you win prizes. All I've ever tried to do was sit here and tell the truth and entertain people, and you decided at the behest of these criminal maniacs to go around and uh, turn people's lives upside down and make everything hell for people and, and try to feign like you want to be free. Like, we know what the fuck you're doing. I know what you're doing. And um, I don't care. There's no excuse. I'll, I've burned the RCMP. I'll burn, you. I'll burn every single one of you. <laughs> you gave me no choice. What am I supposed to do? What am I going to do? Go away and do what? Oh, I should get a job. I should get another job. I should go to school. I Google my name. That's never going to happen. You've put me in this corner. Um, so whatever. It's This is the ride we're on now, guys. And you know what? I, I, I don't... Do whatever you're going to do. You're, the, 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 the hilarious part, and we're going to talk about this later, that now they're being grilled. The CSIS director, the, chief, the, the commissioner of the RCMP, allegedly, it appears to me to be a 15-year-old, you know, pork-faced um, simpleton... Um, pig creature that um, seems excessively guilty after you know sitting in the principal's office doesn't know how to answer questions. That's what that's who allegedly is answering these questions. They're being grilled over what they've done uh, with the Emergency Measures Act, why they suspended the rights of the citizens, and you know brutalized people downtown in Ottawa, and you know why they enacted essentially martial law. And they don't have answers to these questions because it's me. I'm the answer. It's this flag right here. That's the answer. That was the primary motivation, motivation and justification given uh, everywhere that I looked. I've played the clips. I don't know how many times. I don't need to do it again. It's in the media. It's everywhere. And now you don't know. We don't know. We don't know what happened. Oh, did you did you get tricked into investigating a pretend country? And thinking that th- this somehow... You are the dumbest fucking people. I... It, it, it defies belief. 
You can't even tell the difference between a joke and a threat, up or down, good or bad, like nighttime, dark. Do you do do you know what's going on? I and how much do we pay these people? That that's the real story here. That the the institutions that are trusted with public safety, with intelligence gathering, with policing at a national level, are fucking obsessed with an with a pretend country and hunting non-existent terrorists looking under every rock and everything they can find because there's not actual threats or actual terrorism or and that's none of that's actually happened it's totally fine and appropriate to spend it does anybody gonna is anybody ever in your institution anywhere gonna ask the question what the fuck are we actually doing that person should be in charge that person should be promoted and uh mr whatever the hell his name is david <laughs> ceases director's names david come on david you're not going to keep that job, dude. This is inevitably going to... I mean, there are you're being grilled by the NDP for, for fuck's sakes. They don't even understand what you're doing. So a panel of politicians are, are trying to like understand like oh, just exactly what are you doing, and you don't have any answers. You're all fucked. You, you need evidence, and you don't have any. The Emergency Act, it's over. It's gone. The emergency is over, so show us the evidence, and they refuse to do so, and they're hiding behind this and that. Oh, cabinet confidence, the CSIS Act. Oh, it's just so scary. It's just so scary. You're holding political prisoners. And why, and why, did, you, why did you parade Why'd you parade poor Chris Lysak around like that in the media? You arrested how many people? But he was the only one you spent a lot of time on. Why him? Because he's connected to me. Why? Because we took a picture together once. And I joked about him being head of security of a non-existent place because he's an lar- incredibly large man. That's, your, that's all you have. And as far as I know, and from what I've heard, neither Chris nor his lawyers nor anyone else has even been shown any evidence for why he's even in jail. They said why, but we don't really... Eh. Oh, it's some kind of conspiracy or something. Really? Where, where's the proof? Well, we can't show you. It's too secret. It's too scary. Imagine being in this position right now where you're the director of one. And I'm saying this with the utmost confidence because I'm absolutely certain I'm not up to anything. None of my friends are up. Nobody planned anything. Nobody was doing anything. Nobody so much as threw a snowball. And they're like, oh, trust me, we're going to find the terror. I'm like, okay, okie dokie. What are you going to do? Are you going to plant some more shit? This is all going to blow up in their face. So then it's, what are you going to do? You're going to admit that you're an imp- you're an imbecile. And you chased around a goat figurine that time travels has a, has a cocaine problem. That's literally what you're doing right now. You're, you're investigating. You're investigating my imagination. I, I don't know how to... There's, there's not enough... The, the verbiage and the language... Uh, maybe I need to learn Latin. Because whatever... The, the, the limited way that I can express myself in the English language is not adequate to express just how insane and ridiculous this all is. That, the, that a federal... A state... A government at a national level is investigating a man's imagination as a threat to national security. Is that where we're at? All, all I had to do was make some jokes and some burns and insult some people and call them fat and dumb and lazy and just basically explain to people what these, what these people are really like. And they got so triggered by it that they declared war on my imagination. Oh, but it's not just it, oh, it's not it's not just me. What are the other reasons? What were the other reasons given for the Emergency Act? 
They've 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 re they've revisited all of them and debunked all of them except one. This one. Why? Why don't they? It was all the rage. It was in the news. It was in the Senate. It was in the House of Commons. It was in Reuters magazine. It was in the Daily Mail. It was in CBC. It was in Global. It was on the Fifth Estate. Where did it go? Did you maybe realize you took the bait and you're a fucking retard? And now you're too embarrassed to admit it and desperately hope just going to button up? You're just going to button everything up and hope it all goes away. That's your plan, is it? Canada does not deserve to be taken seriously as a country because this is how, this is how it behaves. This is how it acts. I mean, how can you? Imagine being the United States. Imagine being in the NSA or something or the CIA or the Russian FSB or the Ch- whatever the Chinese call it. The secret terrorist of China, whatever. I don't know what it's called. Probably named after some, you know, red Chinese communist murderer. I don't know. The Canadian's very stupid. He attack our imagination. He not smart. He very dumb. <laughs> We're getting absolutely raped over a barrel. We're sending billions of dollars annually now to Ukraine because Ukraine. Um, record again, murders. Drug overdoses, suicides, home, the, the housing crisis, the, the cost of living. Nobody under 30, 30 years old that isn't sitting on fifty, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 in savings is ever going to own a house. But you know what? We need to send billions of dollars to Ukraine because reasons, because we care, because we care. We're getting robbed blind by criminals and gangsters all over the place. And the people that are supposed to protect us from, from being taken advantage of like that are chasing an imaginary country around. So you forgive my frustration. I, I'm, a, I'm a little, you know, disappointed with you, I guess. I didn't want this to happen. I thought for sure. I was like, no, 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 no. I mean, anti-hate is one thing. They're politically motivated. They know why they're lying. They're doing it on purpose. And the, I mean, the police are pretty dumb too. But, you know, some of them not so much. But if it gets to the level of where CSIS is going to investigate this, come on. No, it turns out that from top to bottom, bottom to top, and everywhere in the middle is a bunch of people who, where their brains are supposed to be, is a shepherd's pie that's been left in the sun for a month. It's just a mushy, ant-filled pile of, ugh, and it smells bad. There's a dog, like, eating it. You're like, oh, get the fuck out of it. That's their brains, apparently. Apparently. Apparently, that's the brains of the smart people that are protecting the country. So that should horrify you. Which also calls into question, you know, because it's been long rumored and suspected, like, oh, well, the government cooperates with these criminal gangs, you know? That's why they, they've never been able to catch them. Is that the case? Or are they just so fucking stupid that the, I mean, the criminals are probably loving this. (laughs) All of the manpower that they've sucked, they've taken away. They could have been investigating these kinds of things, chasing the imaginary country around. Maybe it's possible that they're just so bad at their job, they're just, they're completely in, they're buffoons. Today, Mental Marco, again, suggested and the CSIS director and their top brass, their top men, suggested, because we're, having a, we're doing the gun registry now again, right? 
Donald ever hoppin', bro. Rabbit hole, dude. Rabbit. No, it's back. The gun registry's back. It's going to cost more money than ever. It's going to be more egregious and abuse uh, prone than ever. They're, they're, part of their justification for that was assisting the police in apprehending Mark Lapine, the guy that shot up the women's uh, technical college in the 80s. <laughs> Except the registry didn't, exact, didn't exist for years after Mark Lapine had killed himself. So I'm confused as to how those things can happen. Uh, they can't, and it, they don't. And uh, when people ask questions, uh, they just don't answer them. They say a bunch of gobbledygook nonsense. Yeah, and Mark Lapine didn't get apprehended. He shot. He 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 apprehended himself. So, which is a good thing that he did because you know what? At the rate things are going, he probably could have carried on for years and years and years, and they would have had no idea how to catch him. Well, I'd like to see you do a better job. Put me in charge. I will do a better job. They did this with the the Wartman situation. If you want to call it, I call it a situation because nobody even knows what the fuck actually happened because the police aren't answering questions. Why would they? Where are we on that one, CSIS? Did you, did you dig into that terrorism at all? Did you even bother? Were you even fucking? No, 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 fine. No, that's okay. Just keep, keep looking for this. This has all the answers. You fucking retards. You idiots. I can't wait. You know what? And they're probably going to kill me because they got no other move. Do it. I want you to. I don't care. I have nothing to lose. I don't care anymore. And how much more insane will this become when you eventually do that? You're just going to martyr me. Go, please, by all means. Complete your humiliation. I can't wait. They did this with him. Ran around, killed 23 people for 14 hours. And why? Because they couldn't admit what they were doing. They were up to no good. You allowed yourselves to be rotten and corrupt. Is it, shouldn't CSIS be on top of this? It's, it's a pretty big... Well, what's a bigger national security threat? Some people with a podcast and some, and some flags and some merch stickers and patches that uh, you know, don't like the government or your federal police service coast to coast being so insanely corrupt that it's run by criminals. Which one do you think is a bigger threat to, to public safety, which, let's say? Well, let's see. Uh, RCMP, 23 deaths, Diagonal zero. How many violent assaults from, from Diagonal people? Zero. Antifa? Oh, <laughs> can we count that high? How's David Zegarak doing? Do, do you want to keep going? <laughs> how, much, how many assaults and, and you know, attempted murders and, and shit went on in Ottawa from, from you know, convoy protesters? Oh, I think it was zero. I think it was zero. Uh, there's at least one suspected death from the RCMP. Another person was very violently beaten over the head, muzzle end from a loaded rifle. That easily could have resulted in death. And then there was uh, pointing loaded assault weapons at people, smashing windows, all of that. Conversely, committed by us, zero. But again, you're doing great, kid. I'd like to see you do a better job. Yes, I would have. Because the instant, the minute that the call comes in that, hey, there's a guy running around shooting everybody. Where? This town. Roger that. Lock it down in a 50-kilometer radius in all directions. All units respond. Everybody. Troll police, Halifax. Whoever the fuck you got, send them right now. Lock this bitch down. I want to bubble around this. I don't want crows to be able to escape this dragnet, and I want it in place in 10, 15 minutes. I don't care how you do it. Get it done now. They didn't do that. 
Number two, second order of business, warn the entire population. Stop everything. Stop what's on TV. Stop what's on the radio. Get this press bulletin out there right now to barricade yourselves in your homes and stay inside. There's a maniac on the loose. He's killing people at random. We're going to find him, but sit tight. And if you see or hear anything, give us a call. Otherwise, get the fuck in your house and hide. Did they do that? No, they didn't even do that. They didn't do those two very obvious things. And then once your net and your outer cordon is established, then you create a smaller inner one, and then you keep shrinking the bubble until you find the motherfucker. They... That was the RCM. Oh, we don't know. In fact, some of us saw him, but we went home instead because it was too scary. Give me a raise. Give me a promotion. And then they go home and they're oh hi, RCMP, you get uh, you're back home from our working now. Yes, I am. Hi, sis, I was outside not doing major. They're so brainwashed in there too. I knew a guy. I say I knew him because he's gone in the head now. We were in the same unit deployed overseas doing sustained combat operations on the ground against enemy infantry for weeks at a time. I'm talking indirect fire, mortars, rockets, machine guns, snipers, booby traps, bombs, fucking vehicle-borne, VBIEDs, vehicle-borne IEDs. All right? Bodies everywhere. And this guy, who is now an, an RCMP uh, ERT officer, says, that was the, mo- the, the most courageous display of heroism I'd ever seen. Motherfucker, what did you just say? It was, it was the bravest, it was the most well-organized and bravest thing I've ever seen. You couldn't find you. You chased a fucking late fifties-year-old denturist around Colchester County, and you you couldn't. Fi- what do you mean? This is the biggest failure I've ever seen. Ridiculous that you. <laughs> <sighs> but you know what? It's all okay because hey, uh, we made these stickers, and it's got a heart on it. It's got an outline of the province. It's got a heart on it. it says Nova Scotia strong. And we put it on things. See, we put that decal and we put it on stuff. And it says, Nova Scotia is strong. So it's okay. It says, see, there's a decal. There's a decal. My family was murdered. Yeah, but there's a decal. There's a decal on the window now. That's great. Someone needs to answer for this. Well, we're not trying to lay blame or point fingers. Why not? That's not constructive. Yes, it is. Because if there's no uh, incentive to do your fucking job, then, you know, uh, laziness and incompetence kind of takes over. You know how a lot of people will just err on the side of, ah, fuck it. When you're done work at 5 o'clock, but it's 4.40, and they're like, no, whatever, let's go home early. Nobody's going to notice. No, 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 no. Standards must be upheld. And one way you do that is by holding people accountable for making mistakes, especially mistakes that result in the deaths of dozens of people. That's why you hold people accountable. That's why you find who did this. Most importantly, because those people are still in charge. How do you like that, Nova Scotia? Those cops that allowed this to happen, burned the evidence, refused to say anything, are too afraid to even chase down mass murderers loose in your community. They still have jobs. They're still working as cops where you live right now. The exact same thing could happen tomorrow. And why wouldn't it? They've already shown that they're incapable of doing the job. Right? 
It's like, well, whatever. You rape somebody once or you rape us for life? Yes. Yes, that's how it works. Just because I murdered somebody one time doesn't make me a murderer. No, it very much does. That, that's what the word means. If you're grossly incompetent to the tune that kills 23 people one time, you're grossly incompetent uh, forever, all of the time. For, uh, forever, 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 I'm in. I would fire everyone in the top 10 people in charge of the entire Nova Scotia RCMP. Bye, 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 fired, goodbye. No pension. In fact, we're going to investigate you criminally for uh, uh, negligence. Maybe you didn't do anything wrong, but somebody definitely fucking did. That's without a doubt. What were you covering up exactly? Why did you refuse help from the Churro police? Why did you refuse help from the Halifax police? And then call backup from as far away as Cape Breton and New Brunswick. Because you were trying to keep shit in-house. Because you're involved. Because it's all over your fucking hands. And where was he going with half a million dollars? Nobody knows. You're not answering the fucking questions. I'll answer for you. Because you were fucking paying that guy. I know this. Thousands of other people know this. CSIS doesn't seem to know this. They're running around chasing a meme country. And that, that is the state of things now. I don't know what to tell you. I don't have a lot of hope for this. I mean, (laughs) it's baffling. I'm going to play some clips here in a little while. Of them, uh, some of these, to their credit, especially the NDP guy, asking some pretty relevant questions, and they're incapable of answering anything. Which, again, we don't pay you to not know the answers to these questions. We pay you the, the insane amounts of money that we do to have answers, to provide answers, to solve problems. And if you can't do it, you can't solve the problems... You can't prevent the problems. You can't advise on the problems. You don't even have reasons for how you dealt with the said problems or the reasons of even problems that don't even exist. Why am I paying you at all? as much as you want you fat cow seed and cope and seed as much as you want everything I'm saying is the fucking truth and everybody knows it and I'm not the only one that notices thousands of people know it and every day that this goes on you dig the hole a little bit deeper go ahead and throw me in with you hang me if you want you can't stop shit it's over We are in Never Neverland now. Inverted Earth says, I don't think we will tolerate these people any longer. There's a, the, the tolerance on both sides is running out rapidly. Cam is key. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Cam is key says, God, make my enemies ridiculous. He did deliver on that, did he not? BGB, what's up, brother? He says, RTMP and CSIS are in big trouble now. Even in Parliament, even if Parliament does nothing, your fate is set in stone that the world knows what you're doing. May the devil accelerate your destruction. Kamaskis says, Ceases fucking interviewed Wartman. Oh, so big fail there, huh? So you don't know a mass murdering lunatic when you see one. And but now you're really sure about it. 
and I, I've offered to talk to, I've offered to clear this up. I don't know how many times I've posted. They watch everything that I'm doing. It's in the investigation files. I've seen them. They know what I'm, and they just refuse. They don't want to, they refuse not to. So that, that's, that's, that offer is now off the table. I don't give a fuck. I know what you're up to. You're just trying to find reasons to save your bosses so you can get promotions. You're not going to find them. You're only making things more ridiculous and embarrassing and worse. And the best you're going to be able to do is concoct some kind of fake uh, gay op bullshit. And nobody's going to buy that either. So please go ahead and martyr me and just, and just finish the circle. Finish the cycle of idiocy. If that's what it takes, more than happy to. You can even give me an appointment. I'll show up willingly. You fucking retards. BC Bigot says Molan Labe, come and get them. Yeah, bury your weapons as well, guy. By the way, guys, your guns. The government's coming after every single one of those. The registry's coming. They're gonna. There's gonna be a full ban on firearms. They're slowly, not even slowly. They're gonna. They're quickly rat walking this in. They're, it's gonna be illegal to own guns in Canada within three years. Mark it down. Bury them. Hi, do whatever you got to do. Because they will. And, and even hilariously now, well, we're just going to ban guns. We're just going to ban the guns. You're going to ban them like you banned heroin? You're going to ban it like you banned uh, human trafficking? Let's talk about that for a minute. About human trafficking. Have you seen this? Human trafficking, animal cruelty, forgery, and more. These are the charges laid against a 44-year-old Mountie after a victim came of forward to police about something going on in Georgina. An RCMP statement calls this serious and difficult to, to comprehend. Constable it, Maniva Armstrong from York Regional Police echoes that sentiment. It also is very... Oh, Constable from York Regional Police. Is this the same York Regional Police that the organized crime unit has a file on me so big it had to purelate later over to the said human trafficking guilty RCMP? Maybe if you spent less time investigating, um, you know, jokesters and memes... You'd notice the people around you in your own organizations are, you know, uh, buying and selling human beings, that kind of thing. But, you, you know, now, of course, you know, the biggest arms manufacturer in the planet is the United States. And uh, people will just buy illegal. No, no, no legal owners of firearms are going to commit, you know, murders and these kinds of things, especially not with those weapons. If you were going to murder somebody or do some kind of gang hit or do something, you're going to get illegal weapons and you're going to dump them after the fact, which has always been the case in crime ever since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of guns. Since they learned how to trace them, you know, so that's just going to. So now there's going to be a huge underground uh, gun market. So good job. Guns are going to be very, very lucrative uh, in the organized crime world. Uh, they probably more so now than ever. Great job. Good, good job. And the, fun, and the thing about that is it's not even just like, you know, hunting rifles. out There's grenade launchers out there, automatic weapons, submachine guns, oh, whatever you want. You got the money, you can get it. It's going to cost you, but you can get it. Oh, yeah. You think your cities and towns don't have, aren't full of this shit? Oh, yes, they are. But again, meme country, guys. It's, it's, it's important. It's important we get on top of that. Camus Key says, you're spreading fake news. They sent a tweet. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the RCMP. They, they sent a tweet. Oh, guys, probably saying there's somebody shooting people. That was like the bare minimum. Imagine if you, if you were like the deputy, like who, whatever it is, whatever the, the you know, rank is. You're, the, you're like this is a situation that goes up to your boss oh shit this is like one of those one of those things that happens only very rarely once in a while where it's like a big time emergency 
There's a guy on the loose with guns. He's already killed a couple of people. Like, fuck, okay. Send that up, send it up. Send, it gets up to the top of the chain. And then he calls the premier. He gets him out of bed at two in the morning if he has to. Whatever. Dude, get on the news right now. Right now. Right fucking now. It, right now, yes. They didn't bother with any of that. They went home and go, went to bed because it was, you know, it was hard. It's hard. It's a hard job. It's hard, you guys. I'd like to see you do a better job. I'd like to see any one of you faggot cowards strap up a pair of boots and go did what we did in Afghanistan when I was 20 years old. You, you, won't, you wouldn't do that either because you're pathetic. Tell me what the, tell anybody what the, f- <laughs> we're heroes. Okay. Yeah. To the, to the people that pay you, maybe. Blams says the politicians and institutions of the country are an absolute fucking disgrace. No explanations or justification. Just mock chicken through the charter like it was toilet paper. Fuck. It is. Apparently the charter of rights was never even given royal assent. It's not real. <laughs> Isn't that nice? The bill of rights, however, is a different story. Sean M., as uh, CSIS equals Clown Security Intelligence Service. Yeah, it's, I'm not impressed. I'm quite disappointed. The Boog and Blue Taco um, says Dagalon human traffickers, zero RCMP human traffickers. More than one for sure. Yeah. Yep. How's the Picton pig farm? Maybe you ever get to the bottom of that? What happened with that one, guys? You guys have just not a great history. You know? It's just not a great one. It's not even a good one. It's abhorrent. It's terrible. It's it's nothing. That's why their uniforms are red. You know that? It's covered in the blood of the innocent people they failed to protect or murdered themselves. That's what the red surge of the RCMP represents to me and many other Canadians and many, many more going forward in the future as um, your the, this force, the service quality of your force has done nothing but degrade year after year, decade after decade. Now, oh, man. Oh, man. Come on, take me out. Get it over with. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't want to be here any more than you do. <laughs> Short and long says, guns are easy to get. Just follow the RCMP around until they lose one. Oh, that's just ridiculous. That would never happen, bro. That would never happen, bro. Except it does all the time. They've lost thousands of, they do it all the time. And here's some more. May 9th, it was a couple of days ago. Lost, stolen, or misplaced. RCMP officer forgot. Service firearm in a backpack. <laughs> Whoops. I left my gun in a backpack somewhere. Whoops. Whoops. You know how many guns were lost in the, in the Army Reserves or in the, the entire time? I think so. I think in the entire time that I was in the Army, of everyone, every, every unit I ever worked in, every, I, I never recall, not even once, anyone losing a gun. Not a single time. And I'm talking 16-year-old kids. 17-year-old kids. Oh, oops, I left it in my burger-pookity. My backity-packity, oopsie-dazzy. Oh, well, I'll just get a different gun. Oh, and two more were stolen in, in burglaries. Good. Great. One home in Manitoba was broken into is intervention tools, including a personal issued pistol that were locked in a safe were stolen. How to get stolen out of a locked case? I've got questions. Another one is, is per, that's what they call it. An RCMP members intervention tools. What Orwellian state of nightmare are we in now? It's a gun. It's a gun. It's a gun. It goes bang. You put bullets in it, you pull a trigger, it goes bang, a bullet comes out. 
It's a gun. No, it's an intervention tool. No more feminists. No more weak, soft, uh, pussy-ass language, please. This is a huge part of the reason why everything's falling apart. You guys can't even tell the truth about basic facts. You can't even call it what it is. It's a gun. An RCMP member's gun was stolen. That's what happened. It's what it was. Stop trying to downplay and soften the, the absolute ridiculousness of this because you're scared of, of facing consequences for being absolutely fucking horrible at your job. It's a gun. You lost gun. You lost many, many guns. You didn't lose intervention tools. Intervention tools are like a cell phone. You make a call to a hospital because your brother is addicted to narcotics and we're going to have an intervention. A rifle or a carbine or a pistol are those things. That's why we have names for them. How, many, how much money in intervention tools did we send to Ukraine, by the way? How many intervention tools did we send? Anyway, it was stolen from his personal vehicle in Nova Scotia, including his personal issue service pistol. Good, great, good. Accidentally left his small backpack that contained... <laughs> Whoopsie daisy! I like this one too. This is interesting. Pure later misplaced a shipment of a CBSA firearm from Coots, Alberta. That name just piles up a lot lately. RCMP detachment. The consignment of one Beretta PX Storm firearm with magazines was headed to the RCMP depot in Regina. Pure later lost a shipment. You're purulating guns? What? What? In the fuck? Why would you guys do it? In the military, when dealing with guns and, and weapons, someone has their eyes on it all of the time and is personally responsible for it. We don't give it to Purilator to take to another base. You'll send a couple of troops and a truck to fucking drive them there, and they'll be locked up. And those guys have the keys. Oh, I thought I could give a gun to Purilator and... Whoopsie-daisy! Whoopsie-doo! A lot of that. Why? And, oh, and by the way, these people just got a 27% raise. They make $140,000, $50,000 a year. How you feel about that? I can't. Again, there's not enough. Uh, there's not, that's why I swear so much. There's not, enough, there's not enough words in the English language. There's, there's no accurate way to describe how bad, the, how bad it really is. Sorry, we lost all the guns again. Can we have a raise? Uh, well, we can talk about that. We're still looking for the evidence on the, the mass murder there in Nova Scotia. Oh, we burned all that. Sorry, we lost it. Oh. Oh, you did. Okay, can, well, can you at least tell me what you were doing as Mr. Wartman was running around killing people? Well, I got scared, so I went to bed. Um. <clears throat> I'm just looking for a reason why all of you aren't fucking in jail. Why we haven't imprisoned all of you for, you know, criminal negligence to the degree that 23 people were killed. I don't know. Man, it's just me. It's okay, though. We put up a decal. Did you see the decal on the front of the store? It says Nova Scotia Strong. It's got a little hard in it. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I was a little boy and I saw that, I'd be like, you know what? Even though mommy's dead, I'm glad that there's a decal. Good thing there's a decal. And the people that fucking were responsible for his death are still, are still running around making $140,000 a year. Oh, good. <sighs> huh. 
<sighs> Daglon Viznasty says, have you seen the pictures of the CSIS agents? I have. And I, I don't want to point out, I have, I have more pictures, by the way. I, I've gotten more. I'm collecting more. If any of you have some more, please send them to me. Business cards, uh, license plates, security kit, whatever you got, whatever you got. I'm collecting them. I have more. And um, I'll release some more of those when I feel like it. You, they, know, they know I'm not bluffing. I've done it three times now. I'll do it again. You want to keep fucking around? What are you going to do? you going to kill me? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't care. Do you think I would do any of this if I cared? This, this needs to happen. You deserve to be embarrassed. You deserve to be shunned. You're an utter, utter, total embarrassment and failure. People die in this country all the time because you people are horrible at what you do. You're paid way too much. And you're weak. We all know where the problems really are in this place. And it's not people with podcasts or truck drivers or people holding signs or going to protests. These are all symptoms of a much bigger problem. Where is that video? I'm going to try to get through I'm the first to hear about it. This whatever this is. And part of what makes me so mad about this is that like I'm I'm retarded, right? And I I shouldn't it I'm not incredibly smart, but the fact that there's people substantially measurably or even dramatically dumber than me in extremely high positions of power is very worrying and frustrating. And this imbecile can't even, I mean, my God, I don't know if I can. I'm the first to hear about it. Thank you. Uh, now, Daniel Fritter from the Caliber magazine. Hi there, Minister. Thank you. Um, first off, just a quick thing about uh, Mark Lapine. You keep referencing that he was apprehended by a gun registry, but he shot himself at the scene of the, uh, the murder there at Polytech. Yeah, about that. Can you explain how the gun registry was assisting in that? You see how he tensed up his face and blinked a lot? He didn't like that question. Well, uh, again... Um, now, the question was, can you explain how your, your gun registry... I mean, you, you've explained how it helped, you know, stop Mark Lapine, who shot himself years before a gun registry even existed. So can you, can you clarify the, this, this at all? From those who were at Polysysuvian, and there are some who are here today and... Oh, the old tug at the heartstrings defense! But the victims, there are the victims, and don't forget the victims. And I, as a person, am standing with the victims, because I stand with things. Slava Ukraine. Yeah, that's, I'm just going to save you the time. That's basically what he says. But Some whom I spoke with. Um, I, you know, words cannot do justice. Uh, <laughs> words can't do justice. Don't, don't, yeah, you don't have any words. To what they uh, have had to endure, not only... Uh, Wasn't the question... So, these journalists, like, they frustrate me. St like, stop. No, that's not what I asked. It's not what I asked. It's not what I fucking asked you. I asked you, 
how this registry stopped Mark Lapine when it didn't exist. How does that, how does that make sense? The victims. No, I don't, you, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. You get paid way too much money and you have way too much responsibility to sit there and not answer basic fucking questions. This isn't rocket science. This isn't difficult. This isn't calculus. We're not putting a rocket into space. We're not trying to conquer the Russian steppes with panzer divisions. This is not something that's hard to do, Marco. This is a very, very easy, simple, pointed question. Should we start with colored blocks? Does the red block go in the red hole? Or does the blue triangle block go in the blue triangle hole? Can you answer that? Let's start with that, and we'll work our way up to find out where it is your deficiency of a fucking lack of a working brain, where it is on that scale where you just tap out at being able to process information and problem solve. We'll start with children's blocks and work our way up from there. Or are you, I got that stupid. Oh, oh, you're not? Oh, so you admit that you're just a fucking liar that doesn't like to answer questions. I'm not sure which one I'd rather be if I were you. In the shooting itself at, at Polytechnique. But um, the courage, uh, the bravery, and the persistence that they have shown in the years and now decades um, since um, is, is remarkable and inspiring. And the... Um, the experiences in the... It's a political lobby being used by communists to disarm the population. It's not inspiring, it's not brave, it's nothing. ...advice that they have shared and that um, we have uh, heard from many different partners is that... Um, oh, because gun violence, right? Oh, the Mark Lapine and the school and the gun violence. Yes, the, the weapons that uh, Gabriel Wartman used were all illegally acquired from the United States and he killed 23 people under the entire, you know, the watch of CSIS and the RCMP. And yet they're not talked about. Are they going to get a fucking day? Are they going to get a political lobby? They should have a political lobby of no more RCMP. Do you think, are you going to support that one? You two-faced, slimy, hypocritical sack of garbage? Nope. I'm, in, I'm embarrassed that someone of this low moral standard of a person is able to stand in front of the flag of this country and, and not he or it or both burst into flames. Allowing the police to engage with businesses who sell firearms on reasonable grounds will help to um, trace and investigate crime that is related to gun violence. It's a sensible tool. He's, he's reciting talking points. He's incapable of thinking and answering questions on his own. He's a buffoon. He's an imbecile. He's a useful idiot. He's a dummy. He's a doorstop. He's a placemat. He's a typical politician and person running this country. Uh, it's a tool okay. that it, it's a tool that has existed, but is now going to be codified in the implementation of these uh, regulations. And it's one that is also um, prudent because it ensures transparency and accountability so uh we are yeah you're gonna have a registry for all the rcmp weapons that get lost nah very grateful to those who have advocated for uh this particular <sighs> regulation and we're happy to i'll point out that the liberals already did this years and years ago it cost you know 20 billion dollars accomplished absolutely nothing except suck taxpayers money dry but let's do it all hey it didn't work before let's do it again to be bringing it into force today okay well that that doesn't answer the question but we'll move on anyways of course it doesn't um in 2014 when all the guns 
that you have since banned these semi-automatic sporting rifles that are not actually, in fact, issued to any military around the world were still legal in Canada. The violent crime index was about 70.7%. Uh, now, after seven years of Liberal government and Liberal gun control policy enactments, it's over 90%. Um, how do you explain that? How do you explain that all of the policies you're implementing to achieve, say, the effect of a reduction in gun violence has actually caused the opposite? Could it be that the things you're doing are not working or even ex making the problem worse? Well, as I pointed out, I, we're all alarmed and very concerned about the rise in gun violence, which is why we are advancing a comprehensive um, strategy to uh, reduce that violence. And for us, um, it requires a number of things, including introducing a safer, sensible um, rules around the sale and transaction of firearms, which is precisely what today's announcement. None of these, none of these shootings and murders are done by legally acquired weapons. This is a complete waste of time. Announcement is about. It's about making sure that as people uh, enter into a transaction to obtain a firearm, uh, that there's no, uh, that there's good due diligence that ensures that guns don't get into the hands of wrong people. Again, um, common sense. Um, and a did you just really use the word common sense? practice that uh, is already being uh, carried out by many vendors but was previously not codified. Um, but these steps that we're taking under the law are not the only thing that we need to be doing. We also need to be supporting law enforcement and that is something that this government has a very solid track record of doing. Yeah, it does. When you guys um, invoke the Emergency Act and then deploy your thugs to beat the shit out of people in the streets of Ottawa and then give them a 27% raise, including back pay to four to five years, $120,000 upfront cash payment. Yeah, you guys are very supportive of law enforcement. With additional investments uh, at the border, with additional investments in our, uh, um, in our various uh, funds and envelopes to fight uh, guns and gang violence uh, domestically within our community. See, it goes over this, this buffoon, this idiot's head. He's the, he's the public safety minister, right? His job is public safety. And presumably, um, he's being tasked with, uh, you know, reducing violent crime. They like to call it gun crime because they like to pretend that guns are the things that cause crime. Someone's going to murder someone. There's other ways to guns are convenient. You can go to a, you can go to a convenient, you can go to a, go to a Canadian tire, buy a shovel, whack right over the head. That'll do it. You can even bury the guy with the same shovel you hit him over the head with. Isn't that funny? Kitchen knives, poison. You know, um, people are, there's much more death. I think, uh, Wartman allegedly killed more people with fire than he did with guns. But you know, the problem here, uh, fatty is that there's been an, an, a rise in, in violent crime, as I've mentioned, a rise, a record high uh, in murders, as well as a record high in uh, suicides, in drug use and overdoses, which tells me that in general, your society is suffering. People are not doing well. They're doing worse. They're stressed out. They're angry. They're desperate. Why would they be those things? Well, Perhaps because gas is $2 a liter. Perhaps because carbon taxes have bankrupted themselves, their businesses, and made uh, living unaffordable. Perhaps that uh, the massive rises in the cost of living, in grocery prices, in rentals, in affordability of housing has caused them to become these things. Desperate, angry, hopeless. 
it would strike me then that the root cause of the problem of rising violence and, and despair and anger and frustration in general is not guns is so sim- something so simple and ridiculous as that, but rather it's the conditions of your society, which are rapidly deteriorating and they're rapidly deteriorating because of your policy. You are the direct reason why this is happening. You are creating the problem with your ineptitude, your idiocy, your corruption, your buffoonery, and your incompetence. And your malice and your thievery and your lies and all the rest of it. You're the reason everyone's hurting worse than ever. It's you. It's, it's you. That's as simple as I can put it. You want to know why there's more people getting killed than ever? Look in a mirror. You're the problem. You and your entire government are the problem. Nobody can afford a house. Nobody can get a job. There's more homeless than ever. Child suicide attempts are up 400%. People do things like resort to drugs, using drugs, selling drugs. They steal. They kill each other. They get angry because life is difficult. When people's lives are incredibly difficult and they become... Oh, and then there was the pandemic, which you handled worse than anyone in the world. Now they're incredibly stressed out and fearful and confused on top of all the other problems you've already created. So I don't know why it is that you're confused as to the fact that why everyone is, is basically losing their shit and things are going to hell. And your solution is to make it worse. We need more taxes. Yeah, yeah, we need more taxes. And the people that aren't the problem, legal firearm owners, we need to punish them because I don't know what else to do. Because I'm stupid. That's what this boils down to. And of course, uh, they disarm the population so, so they can victimize them more in the future. The problem is in the mirror. The divisiveness—they've driven. They've, they, how many? How many assaults do you think have been committed? Why? Oh, and by the way, the jails are like over—they're packed to the maximum. Even after they released a ton of people during the pandemic, there's no room. They're completely full. It's not good. Why does that keep happening? Why is there more and more crime? Well, because people don't have any fucking options left anymore because you took them all away. You're the problem. The government is the problem. Just like, I, what was it, last uh, Monday? Oh, that darn COVID. That darn COVID's caused so many problems. Nope, it didn't. You did. The mortality rate from 2019 till now, uh, or well, actually not quite, 2019 until very recently was exactly the same. The same amount of people died every year as they always did, but now it's, it's taken a sharp increase. What happened in the last year that could maybe cause a sharp increase in mortality? Can you, can you, I wonder what that is. Who did that again? Was that that, darn, was that that darn COVID or was it again government policy? How many people lost their careers, killed themselves and went into you know doom spirals with their lives because you forced them out of their careers, you forced them out of school, you forced them out of relationships, you forced them out of communities and societies and you forced them out of... No, no, no. Guns are the problem, Marco. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, you're a great you're a great safety minister. You're so good at safety. You've correctly identified the problem, you fucking idiot. You are the problem. All of you in that building are the problem. In fact, if they just reverted everything back to like twenty like January first, twenty nineteen, 
and then stop the government, just just shut it down. There just is no government anymore for like, like just an experiment. Six months. I I bet you all of these metrics would start going the other way. There'd be no more cases, no more fear porn, no more messaging about tolerating your own neighbors and your own citizens, and no more constant updates and all the new rules there's going to be and all the new taxes there's going to be and all the new restrictions and implementations and all the... You guys are the primary reason for misery in this country, that you, it's you. I hate them. Dagalon Biznasty says, have you ever seen the pictures of the agent? I did, yeah. I think we need to bring back the Salem witch trials. Those ladies look like they got a good cackle out of your streams. Uh, they're not cackling now. I mean, your guys' faces are out there, right? You're a secret agent. Yeah. Well, now the Chinese and the Russians will have them too, I guess. Whoops. Good job. And they like tried to hide too. Their plan, when he pulled out the camera to like film them, they're just like, well, I'm just going to turn my back and hide my face from the camera. Oh, well then. OPSEC could, could, you know, secure. (laughs) St. Maurice Bear says, baby formula shortage, trans kids, story time, mRNA children's treatments, third trimester terminations, face muzzles, like Alex Jones says, they're demons! Yeah, they're, they're not, they're, they're not good. They're, they're malevolent people. John M says, we lost a C-79 site for one of the C-9s. We were looking for it for 10 hours in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. See, the army has, or at least it did. It used to have accountability, something the RCMP and the police will never, ever have. Fisher of Men says, I met a World War II veteran yesterday. Wow. How many of them left? He remembered vividly the moment when the tide was turned when you two played in the London underground during the Blitz. That's what it was. It was Bono. That's what, that's what turned the tide of World War II. You're right. Cam- I remember that. It was in- I saw it on Netflix. Camus Key says, UBC RCMP officer placed a 12-gauge shotgun on the truck of a car and left the detachment. <sighs> Firearm landed in the middle of the street, and a student found it. Global BC has a story on it. Well, they're the professionals. They're the ones that are going to make all the decisions on what's to be done with guns, right? Because they're, they're the pros. I'm in favor of disarming all of the police. You guys can have a stick and a whistle. That's it. That's all you're allowed to have now. You're not trustworthy. Camus Key says, Maple Ridge RCMP lost a 20 millimeter grenade launcher on a bridge. Of course they did. Easy to lose. You know, they fall into your pocket. Oh no, wait, they're great big. There's a sling for them and everything. I always forget when a grenade launcher is attached to my body, personally. I forget all about it all the time. I leave it in the shower. I leave it in the bathtub. Whoops. I forgot. Boog and Blue Taco uh, says, regarding more info drops, gotta sing it. What? Oh, you're doing it. I'm not singing it. It's going to Britney Spears' uh, rendition of Did It Again. Play it with your heart, get lost in a game. Uh, NYC bit. Hey, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. He solved my last puzzle, but on this one, you'll slip. Tell me what kind of ally targets your ship. Well, riddle me this. <laughs> Hang on. Um... Oh, what's the call? Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. What kind of ally targets your ship? Riddle me this. 
Think hard now. Once upon a time in the 60s, there was a ship, the USS Liberty. And your best friends in the world tried to sink it. Who was it for 200, Alex? Somebody will figure it out. It's a mystery. No one knows. It's actually illegal to even talk about in Canada. Gotta be careful. Andrew Bennett says, we're the good guys. Be honored to be here in this moment fighting these NPCs. Now play the one where Corey and Joey Jordison go crazy. Who is that? Corey and Joey Jordison. I don't know who they are. NYC bit. Uh, thank you again very much, man. Did you know that concealed carry permit holders in the USA have the lowest crime rate of any population group, regardless of identifier type? Profession, age, race, gender, income, not to mention their crime rate is way less than police officers. There is never any reason to disarm the lawful firearm owners. No, there's not. Nope. So why do these clowns want to do it? Why do these criminals want to do that? Because they're going to hurt you. And they don't want you to be able to defend yourselves. That's about right. That, that's about it. Um, this is just going to be for your own amusement. This is what happens. Um, when a, when a prominent politician goes to Peterborough and, and foolishly, and it doesn't appear to have any bodyguards or any security whatsoever. I, I assume that'll change after this video, but uh, anyway, check it out. Imagine somebody just knocked him out. Nothing was stopping them. You fucking traitor! You're a fucking traitor! You're a fucking traitor! You're a fucking traitor to this country! He is. You fucking talk! Freedom convoy! And they think it's like. We're not going to stoop to that level. We are going to show these Canadians how much better we are. It's so condescending. When people are that angry that there's mobs in the streets screaming in your face, you've done something wrong. And to treat them like everything's fine, you're like waving at them like, oh, yeah, hi. You're, you're completely just um, shitting all over their emotions. You're telling them that it does, you don't even, you're not even acknowledging that they're upset because you care about them that little. It's almost mockery. It is, it is mockery. He's mocking you. He doesn't even care. He's destroying your life. He's destroyed the lives of these people. Why do you think they're so angry? Do you think they're angry because of a hockey game? And he doesn't even have the respect for you to acknowledge that. He won't even acknowledge that you're upset. He's just going to, in his own mind, pretend he's waving to a crowd of supporters because he doesn't give a shit about you at all. I mean, that really says it all, doesn't it? What kind of psychopath, inhuman freak do you have to be to wade through a crowd of angry, screaming people at you, calling you a traitor and a piece of shit and fuck you and all these kinds of things, and your response is to smile and wave and not acknowledge them at all? 
he didn't even like he doesn't care at all you could be standing there and and there's lots of these people with pictures of your dead family members that died as a result of, of his policies the lockdowns the mandates the adverse effects Like, I hold you personally responsible for, for killing my family. You did this. This is your fault. He's like a smile and wave. Because then he's like, I don't, I don't fucking care at all. I don't give a single fuck. I'm rich and I'm untouchable. And you're just a bunch of stupid peasants. They have nothing but contempt for you. Nothing but contempt. They can't even be bothered to acknowledge your pain. Because that, that angry mob of people, that's a big group of people in pain. And he won't even acknowledge that you exist. And, he, and I guarantee he laughed the whole way home. With his $20,000 Rolex and his designer suits. What's that? You know he did. Making them unload their firearms before entering the aircraft as required by law and common sense, I might argue. I swear one of them is going to actually shoot me while handling them. Most look like it's their first time. It probably is. The irony. Like the, the the irony and the ridiculousness of, of someone like the RCMP laying, you know, and they've they've done it, right? To lots of people, myself included. Like, you're not safe to have weapons. You, you're not, we're going to be, we're gonna, motherfucker, I used to teach 16-year-old kids, 17-year-old kids, how to do complex night attacks with a night vision. I'm talking grenade, launch, live fire grenades, rocket launchers going off, 25-millimeter Bushmaster cannons, fucking machine guns, and I'm moving fucking vehicles and human beings around, and you go there, and you do, and fucking, and you know what? Nobody ever got hurt. Nobody even so much as had an N.D., that's what I did for a living. And this is coming from the guys that, you know, they have their, their fucking plain clothes, their, their carry position on their pistol is the small of their back. Have you ever seen something so stupid in your life? <laughs> What'd you see that in a movie, bro? Oh, does it look cool, man? Yeah. Here's, a, here's an idea. Um, be in a car, be police, and then have a guy run up on you with a gun. Go. Oh, 
Oh, that's right. You can't get it because of the small of your back because you're stupid. <laughs> but hey, at least it looks cool. Right, right, expert man? If you even have your gun or did you leave it on the roof of a car when you drove away? <laughs> what are you guys talking about in there? Steal their boots from strippers. Yeah, I'm all done with them. Sergeant Bear says, I'm here late. Looks like it's going to be an intense one. I've already been yelling a lot. There's going to be more, though. There's going to be a lot more. Um, there's a couple of funny things here and there, but there's, there's one that's really going to make me mad, especially, and I'm saving it. It, revol it involves James Top, who, by the way, tomorrow I'm going to be interviewing again uh, Topinator 2. He's back. And he's, and he's, he's, <laughs> he's back and he wants more, uh, tomorrow at 11 o'clock at land. Is that the time? I'll have to check my thing. I think 10 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Eastern tomorrow morning. Uh, I'm going to have him on for a little while. Um, and we're going to talk, 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 talk to the Topinator. Topinator 2, the second time, the sequel and, uh, see, see how he's making out following his progress. He's in, um, Approaching Kenora, Ontario, I believe. Man, this guy's making great time. And uh, the media did finally talk about him. But they did what you'd expect. Totally, um, totally spit in his face and spit in the face of Canadian Forces members all over this country. And completely took the side of the, uh, this traitor government is what they did. And I'll, I'll get to it. But I do want to show you this stuff uh, first. Because it's important. And I can't just yell all day. Body, body break? Are we doing a body? <laughs> what's going on in there? Morgan, what's going on? Gary's he's making people do push-ups, probably. Do your push-ups. You've got to do it here. Come on, get down. You can do it. Just get a little one, two, three, four. You know, just a couple, something. Do something. It's good for you. Anyway, this is where we're at now. This is Canada, guys. Um, and, and again, anybody, anytime you want to find out the reason, you can come and talk to me. I invented it. It's me. I'm the reason. I'm the reason. It was me. I can prove it. There's clips. They're talking about it. I'm being investigated. It's all fucking very obvious. But fine, Laura Osman. Keep pretending. She says, when it comes to the Emergencies Act justification... Trust us is not enough, says ex-minister. Hmm. Stanfield, who is Stanfield? Robert Stanfield, the former leader of a progressive conservative party and official opposition during the 70s October crisis, then Prime Minister Trudeau, invoked the War Measures Act for the first and only time outside of war to end a series of kidnappings perpetrated by a militant Quebec independence group. Though Stanfield made plenty of missteps during his 27 years in politics, as most people will, he later famously said that the one regret of his career was giving the government the benefit of the doubt on its use of the War Measures Act. He said he'd wished he'd dissented. If wishes were fishes, he's a fish in a man's body! We all know who we're talking about. This was one of the problems back in the time of the War Measures Act where the government said, in essence, if you only knew what we knew, you'd support the invocation of the act. Isn't that funny? Because it's exactly what they're doing right now. This is what uh, uh, someone's, he said in an interview. That was very much in my mind at the time. 
that we brought in the new act to ensure public confidence, you had to have the greatest level of transparency possible. And yet, we don't. We have no transparency whatsoever. His efforts are now being tested as the government launches an inquiry into the inaugural use of the Emergencies Act. I'll take that call any fucking day, by the way, guys. Happy to cooperate without committing to the release of details of closed doors discussions that led up to the act being invoked. I guarantee fucking tea on my legs. My name is on those fucking pages. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked the never-before-used emergency act on February 14 in an effort to quash blockades that had taken over the streets of the capital and major border crossings in protest against COVID-19 restrictions and the Liberal government. In creating the Emergencies Act, Beattie... Who is Beattie? Okay. I thought that's not the Stanfield guy. doesn't matter. Uh, said the government set out to create a new law with more checks and balances to curb potential abuses of power. One of those checks was a mandatory inquiry which must be launched within 60 days of the EMA being revoked, which is now, which is what's happening. And the rumor says they're just going to shut the government down. We're, oh, we're going to suspend parliament, you see. I don't like to answer questions, see. On April 25, the government appointed an appeal court justice uh, to lead the inquiry and report back on lessons learned about how to avoid using it in the future. <laughs> the announcement in the foyer of Parliament's West Block kicked off a series of back and forths between government ministers, members of the opposition, and media about the purpose of the inquiry and how much information uh, this Justice Paul Rouleau would have access to. Public Safety Minister, oh, Marco, would not say if the inquiry would judge whether the government was just... Oh, my God. Would not say if the inquiry would judge whether the government was justified and invoking the act in the first place, but Beatty said that was exactly the purpose of including a mandatory inquiry into the law. Was invoking the act the right thing to do in the first place? Did it meet the high threshold that was anticipated that was required under the act? Let's find out. What do you think? Let's start with this. Let's just, let's just set the ground with this complete um, astonishing shit show here. How far in Shout out to uh, this guy's garage, by the way, for covering this. It's not, I didn't even know. Just you, you find new people on the internet all the time. Never heard of him. No idea. But um, he's he's aware of what's going on. This guy's garage is a YouTube channel. Check this out. But uh, this is uh, an NDP minister or uh, member, sorry, member of parliament. Um, he's going to ask some questions. It's a, it's a little bit of a longer clip, but it's um. Remember that? Remember how I mentioned earlier how their brains have become like you know week or month old shepherd's pie that's been left in the sun. Ants are crawling through it, and there's a dog eating it. It this. I, I encourage you not to listen to her speak because that is the direct result of hearing the words come out of this creature's mouth. But if you must, please do so with caution. How far in advance would you have known that the Diagonal Group was? <laughs> I'm already. Sorry, let's just start over. Again, this has nothing to do with me. It's only being discussed at the highest levels of government. Just just wrap your fucking heads around this, guys. For a minute. The commissioner of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police is being questioned by a member of parliament over a pretend meme country whose vice ruler is a narcotic-addicted goat with time-traveling ability that he uses only for evil. That's happening at the highest levels of government in your country right now in Canada. That's, a, that's real. That's really happening. That's real life. That's what we did. <laughs> 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 I 
So my initial mission to say is like, you know what? I'm so angry and fucking furious that this country is so re- it's a joke. It's a joke country with fucking pathetic joke people in charge of it. And you know how I know I fucking proved it. You declared war on my imagination. You absolute fucking spoon. How far in advance would you have known that the Diagonal group was plotting for this type of intervention in coup? <laughs> uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Through you to Commissioner I can't Lockheed, wait to see this evidence. On the Rolling Thunder, the, the lessons that you listed seemed pretty obvious, did they not, Commissioner Lucky? It wouldn't take the retrospective of, of an Emergencies Act to learn those lessons. Is that not fair to say? I don't attach the lessons learned to any act. The Emergencies Act, the invocation. I only attach food to my spoon and then I put it in my mouth. For which you are providing testimony for. Yeah, any of the lessons learned, uh, when we look at the lessons learned, we look at the types of resources we brought in. Okay, thank the type you. Of plan we had. Yeah. I, I, I'm challenged, and I'm trying to not be frustrated, but I'm challenged <laughs> um, by not drawing that very basic conclusion in that very basic. Mr. Green, I'm free for calls anytime. I would love, I could clear this up for you very, very quickly. But anyway. Basic uh, comparison between the two. So let's do some more comparisons. In the lead up to Coots, it would be safe to say that the RCMP would have had uh, investigations ongoing that ultimately led to the discovery of the weapons cache in Coots. Is that correct? Yes. So you would have known about that in advance. How far in advance would you have known that the Diagonal group was plotting for this type of intervention in Coots. Yeah, how long did we plan this? Tell us, tell us, Brenda. Tell me, tell me, you, this bitch, she doesn't, how dare she reveal our sinister plans? Not that far in advance, but I can't speak to any details because it's uh, before the courts. There'll be there'll be a, a response to that uh, yeah. momentarily. Are you aware yeah. if there were members of Diagonal on present in Ottawa? <laughs> members present. <laughs> Don't tell anyone about the secret initiation ritual, guys. It's fucking. I'm embarrassed for him. I'm embarrassed for this minister, or sorry, this this member of parliament, Mr. Green. I'm embarrassed. I feel for him to just have to sit here and, and like if he if he knew if he ab- actually knew the truth of of what he was asking. And it's not his fault, but someone. Someone's very much a fault. <laughs> Maybe it was Nazi Ventura. Maybe it was Nazi Cosby. Maybe it was the Greg Arcade Strike Squadron. <laughs> oh my God, it's going to take a long time to get through, but I'll try. Um, I do not know that. I will pass that to my That's okay. Team. That's okay. I'll go. I want to. You don't know a lot of things, Brenda. Commissioner Lucky, because this is important information. Uh, Understanding the the investigation that was going on that ultimately led to the weapons cache, is it safe to say that the RCMP would have been at high alert given the high risk nature of this uh, this investigation and arrest? Yes, it was. Did did the RCMP dispatch ERTs to Coots, an ERT team, an, an emergency response team to Coots? 
I believe at the point of execution of the search warrants, yes. How long had the ERTs been involved in these occupations across the country? Um, off and on, depending on the circumstance. I, I call on that because, you know, for example, in, in November of 2021, the like, I'm, I'm sorry, can you send the act? Who, this is a joke, right? Like, you're the secretary of the RCMP commissioner. You're not actually the commissioner, are you? You're like a frightened little girl that's just gotten caught eating very clearly the rest of the cake. You got eat. You got caught eating the rest of the wedding cake. Uh, I don't. I don't. Um. Well. Uh. Oh. Uh, uh, how in the fuck did you get to where you are? I mean, you're not even hot, so that's out. So I mean, this is getting. I mean, this is becoming difficult to explain. I bet having the family connection with the former finance minister uh, is definitely an angle. But uh, anyway, ECRCMP deployed military-style police tactical units, including snipers, lethal Overwatch, heavily armed assault teams against unarmed Wet'suwet'en land defenders in northern British Columbia because they deemed it more practical. They deemed it more practical. Were any weapons ever found in the Wet'suwet'en territory as the small houses were chainsawed down and, and entries were uh, forced on those camps? I would have to pass that to my colleague uh, who's in charge of contract and indigenous policing, Mike. Do, uh, yeah, you're only in charge. Yes no you're only in charge of the entire thing. You wouldn't know about what happens in it. To your colleague, if he could answer that. Were any weapons? Oh, skip this part. They go on and on about... At the coots. <clears throat> yeah, let me go back. Lucky, this is a question for you. Okay, uh, what I can say is there was many legal protesters at the coots, <clears throat> at the coots uh, protest. <laughs> and our members who police there are part of the community. They shop in those stores. They're neighbors to those people. So the protesters look like the police? They're, they're from the same communities? No, they, 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 they identify with that. the people in the community? No, they live in those communities. Would you would you acknowledge, given those two scenarios, the very different state of policing for indigenous land defenders and people who may who may be more familiar to police being from their same communities? Can we acknowledge at least a double standard there? No, not at all. There no? was many uh, there was many people on the forestry road in Wet'suwet'en. There was no there was only one um, residence in the entire sure because they weren't a threat in the Wet'suwet'en, were they? Not to anybody else but for the project. So I just I want no, you to comment quickly on, on, would you not at least admit that there were kid gloves for the protesters in Coots directly after the, uh, the discovery of the weapons? Well, considering there's no evidence. No. We'll no. see. No. No, there was uh, protesters who approached our officers after those people were removed because they weren't part of the protest that the... Uh, the people who are involved in the convoy protest. How do you know that uh, to be were... true? Okay, uh, Mr. Green, sorry. Uh... Uh, Mr. Vino, in an early report dated this is January painful. 27th, ITAC concluded that a coordinated and complex terrorist attack or planned storming of parliament or other federal locations is unlikely. However, in the same report, ITAC uh, provided information to the government that talked about how that there was likely extremists were involved and the scale of the protest could pose a trigger point, an opportunity for the potential of lone actor attackers uh, uh, to conduct a terrorism attack. Is that correct? <laughs> Mr. Vino? Thank you very much. 
Mr. Vino, wake up, Mr. Vino, correct? wake up, please. You're on a federal. You're you're on a federal inquiry, bud. Like this is a big. This is important. Can you fucking pay attention, please? What were you doing? Were you sleeping? Were you sniffing blow? Like, wake up, dude. Through that document, so I'm gonna turn the floor to her. Thank you. Thank you very much for the question. Yes, indeed, we did uh, publish a report. And that was back in January. Like, the, these bug people are responsible for national security. I'm like, I'm. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, ah, uh, all of this is just people going, um, ah, uh, what, ah, uh, oh, ah, uh, mm, oh, it's terrible. Yes, it was. Okay, so is it your assessment, um, particularly given the investigations, I'm assuming this ITAC would have led or at least supported some of the investigative work at Coots, that there was a, a threat for terrorism given the discoveries at Coots? What ITAC does, if I may just explain briefly. I don't have time members. for that, unfortunately. I just need you to answer the question. Did Would you consider the preparations around Coots to be within the threshold of a threat of terrorism? I cannot get into specifics uh, of, of the classified information of course you can't. that was shared uh, with us. It's, it's too well, secret. It's too scary, guys. We can't, talk, we can't talk about it. It's way too intense. It's way too scary. So you're just going to have to trust us. You know what I mean? We're the government. We don't fuck things up. This is all very serious and real. Um, yeah. That's why. Because, you know, I'm walking around, you know, as, as leader. I, I'm the leader of this terrorist cell. Do you know why they don't say my name or, or they've kind of tried to stop? They're trying to get away from because they know how ridiculous it is. I'm that's that's where the plaid bin the Osama bin plaid and the plaid bin Laden meme came from. Um I I my head is just swimming in like I I've become Frank Grimes. That was a joke, that was like a nickname. That was like you remember the Frank Grimes episode of The Simpsons where you have like basically a normal guy, he shows up in Springfield and everyone's just so cuz it's The Simpsons. It's ridiculous and hilarious, right? But he's trying to it's trying to be serious and he can't like they're so utterly mind-bogglingly stupid and ridiculous. It drives him insane. That's kind of where I that's it's come full circle. It's become true. I mean, clearly the government side leaked it. It, it was reported uh, quite widely in fact in The Guardian. It was leaked. It said we knew these people were coming. Right? That's from a federal government I, source. I don't believe that the reports that you're referring to uh, refer specifically to the events at Coots, actually. It was, it was earlier than that. We were, our assessment was about the opportunities that such a protest would afford to IMV sure. elements. Well, you were tracking them as they, as they were on their way, correct? You, you had known. I mean, this, this, the, I think about this protest in particular, this movement, is that they were reporting on themselves. Yeah, we pretty much live streamed the whole thing. Uh, we are on the internet constantly, so. Zello, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and this yeah. is one of the most, uh, probably, largest evidentiary sources of open source uh, self-incrimination that, that I've ever seen. And so, you know, when I look at this, and your, your report said that supporters of the convoy have advocated civil war, called for violence against the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, and said that the protests should be used as Canada's January 6th. Derek! Is that, Is that accurate within the report? That's not what happened, but yeah, sure, go ahead. Con context of the report? Yes, that's what okay. the report so th Thank you. So I'm going to go back now to Mr. Vino. Mr. Vino, uh, the government, um, pursuant to their legislation, has an explanation note. And in it, it has subsection 58. It talks about the Emergencies Act. And it uses language that is very similar to our, our definition or legal definition of terrorism. Um, 
And so my question through you is, in your intelligence gathering, is it fair for you to, to would you consider uh, these processes uh, within the threshold of terrorism or threats of terrorism? So as I mentioned earlier, the uh, Emergencies Act refers to the CSIS Act, but the information from CSIS is just one part of the information. We uh, we do not have the power to lay charges. So I'm not asking that question, sir. Respectfully, Mr. Vino, you are a very oh. intelligent man. I'm just asking you to answer the question that I've asked, sir. Can you please repeat it? Did it meet the threshold? <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. What did, what did you ask me again? I don't remember. I'm high. Terrorism. The definition in the explainer notes. All right, I'm going to save you the time. Basically, he's saying, if this was terrorism, then you knew about it, right? Because you were tracking these people. You knew all these people are. You said yourself, you tracked, you knew, you knew they were coming, etc. So why why the time? This doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Uh, well, you see, uh, the, 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 the CSIS Act, uh, we had, uh, the information. Uh, the, I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? It's terrorism or it isn't. They describe they 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 drummed up this ridiculous threat assessment of potential terrorism that didn't exist because it never did. And now he's like, well, was it or wasn't it? And they don't want to commit to an answer because they're fucking guilty. It's it's crazy to watch in real in real time. And it gets worse. Check this one out. Here she is again. Miss Piggy returns. Mr. Green asked you a question regarding some advice you cited solicitor client privilege. This is a which great one. You are the client and you are entitled to waive. And I'll she, she refuses to answer the question because it's between her and the lawyers. Her lawyers have advised her not to answer these questions. That's weird. Brenda. Oh, piggy. Hey, piggy. Why? Like you're the fucking police commissioner. Why are you of all people citing client attorney privilege? I'll get to that in a moment. So my question is who gave the RCMP legal advice regarding anything pertaining to the Emergencies Act before the invocation? Was it the Department of Justice or was it your internal legal department? Well, my legal service is a part of the Department of Justice. Okay, so it came from, from your internal department? Which is part of Department of right. Justice. Okay. So you got 10 seconds left. And are you still maintaining solicitor and client privilege? Are you willing to waive that? Well, I'm also bound by cabinet confidence as well. You're not part of the cabinet. And You're not part of that confidence. No, but I am when I provide them information in cabinet. To be continued. Oh, do I? It's a secret, guys. It's too secret. We can't tell you. You're not part of cabinet. You're not an elected official. So why are you hiding behind cabinet confidentiality? Point Canadians of, want order, to know. Chair, Great question. I would just request that the um, questions go through the chair rather than directly to the witness. <laughs> I didn't think we were that formal, Madam Chair, that we had to we say weren't through the chair. We were the badgering, but now we are. The witness answer the question. Oh, my God. Uh, we stopped the clock. Okay, we'll go ahead. It's 37 seconds. Why do you feel you are bound by cabinet confidentiality as an unelected official? When I'm providing information within cabinet, I'm bound by the rules of cabinet. Are you part of the liberal government, Miss Lucky? Yes. Not at all. Are you a donor to the liberal party? Probably. No. You sure about that? <laughs> Are you still citing cabinet confidentiality? 
Yes. Mr. Digno, are you going to cite that as well? Um, Mr. Uh, Madam Chair, if there's a question, you know, a specific question, I'm happy to try to answer. Mr. Brock, your time is up. Thank you. <laughs> you guys are having a bad day over there. You love to see it. How's it going? There's one more. We got another. Miss Piggy's back. Yeah, it gets worse. It's We're still going. My police leadership. As a law enforcement agency with primacy for national security, did you ask the government or representatives for the invocation of the Emergencies Act? No, there was never a question of requesting the Emergency Act. There was that, a question. Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, with. but I'm sorry. So you never asked for it. Do you know of any other police leadership that asked specifically the government for, for the invocation? No, we actually reached out to various police agencies when there was talk about some of the authorities within that they were proposing. And, of course, we were consulted because we were the ones who would be using those authorities. So we were consulted to see if they would be any of any use to police in, these, in the context of the Freedom Convoy. So who asked for it? That's the fucking question, you stupid bitch. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. I love how dumb you are. Probably because your head is filled with high cholesterol and, and trans fats from all the fucking lemon meringue pie you eat for lunch every fucking day. See, they're trying to figure out whose idea this was. That's the crux of the problem. Like, who was the person that said, we need martial law? We need fucking martial law. That's what the Emergencies Act is. And you just admitted, well, it wasn't me. Well, if it wasn't you, then who was it? Because the government is citing witness and an expert of, uh, you know, recommendations. The experts, they love to talk about the experts. Well, you see, the experts, the experts told us and the experts and the security experts and the data and the reports and all of this. So they're suggesting that someone recommended to them. And then when they talk to said experts, they go, well, confidence, confidence, privilege. I mean, well, it wasn't me. It was, I mean, I didn't ask for it. Well, then who did? Perhaps. Did the government instruct you? Because, because everything that, I, I, that we can find and what these people are saying is there was no threat of terrorism. There was no organized plan. There was no pending attack. There is no fucking terror cell. And they went ahead and did it anyway. So who made that call? That's what we're doing here. That's what's going on, Brenda. Less donuts, more thinky. I'm glad you're dumb and you're not very good at your job because it's making it, it's very entertaining for the rest of us to watch you squirm and weasel around in your chair. How much stress eating do you think she does in the run of a day? Oh, man. This is fucking something to see right now. Um, I got you, Sergeant Bear. NYC bit, thank you very much. He says, bro, we got to make the Toppinator the head of the Dagalon Disciplinary Department. He's he's a national figure for sure. He's got to be... He's... I don't know. I mean, we've got we've got numerous war chiefs. Ferryman stole... If, if just one media organization had the balls to run this fucking story, it would be over. I know. It would be. I'm the, lin I'm the key to this whole thing, which is crazy to me. That this, this is my life right now. They're, I'm literally watching the head of the RCMP, the head of CSIS, government officials, ministers. There's an inquiry. There's a panel. And I'm sitting here behind. I'm like Wayne from Wayne's World. 
you know, Cathedra! Like from behind the glass, no one can hear me. I'm like, I'm right here, you stupid fuck. Like, I'm right here. You're ta- you're all talking about me. <laughs> can, can we please just get this over with? This is preposterous. Oh, oh. Anyway, he says, uh, as people snap in line and quit the bullshit when we say, do you want me to tell you, tell Top about this? Or wait until Top hears about this. Your ass is grass. He should. He's got to have some kind of authority position for sure. I don't think the master of the military is good enough. I think he should be the, in charge of the security services of Dagalon. Not only would they be ethically and morally upright, they would be very frightening and indestructible. Yeah, Western Standard, Rebel, True North, Post Millennial, they're, they're all fucking, nope. No, we don't. We're, we're scared of it. We don't want to talk about this story. They'll wait until it all comes out in the wash, and it's like, you guys could have been the ones to blow this all apart. You could have been, you know, heroes, and you, you hid. You hid like cowards. Gord Parks of Bright Light News covered it. A few other people have covered it, but not any of you because you're fucking chicken shit, and you're scared of me because you're cowards. That's the end of the story. Rebel News worked on this story with me for over a week, about a week and a half. Week and a half. I sent them all the clips of the Senate and the House, all of, they had them all. I sent 12 or 13 different clips over. I had um, newspaper uh, links from Reuters, Daily Mail, CBC, CTV, all over the fucking place. And, and they were like, oh my God, this is crazy. You're right. They're using you as the... Yes, I know. And the day before, 12 hours before the interview, there's going to be a whole one, a whole big long piece they're going to on Rebel News. Gone, yeeted, ghosted, never heard from them again. Why do you think that is? Well, I don't know. You'll have to ask Rebel News why that is. You'll have to ask them why they dropped the craziest fucking story at the last minute and probably reported on, you know... Chris Sky's teeth. Are they whiter than before or are they getting less white? I don't know. You know, the really important, the hard-hitting stuff. Or maybe it's behind a paywall. Maybe you got to pay him some money to get it. Wife, Hellbilly's wife, says not at the bottom of the of entropy list. We are winning. Uh, what? Oh, right, of all the bannings, I suppose. On the same note, I'm just fucking tired. What is wrong with folks? People are fucked. I'm going back to fuck everyone. You're going to fuck everyone <laughs> and live my life again. Fuck them. I know what you meant. Taylor Stanley. Thank you very much, sir. He says, hi, Steven. I'm farting blood and I might die. So I want you to have my last 20. Please let my wife and kids know that I'm gay. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Well, you know, good. Thank you for that. BGB says it makes me sleep at night knowing that Dagalon, a meme country, made the prime minister flee the country the very moment the emergency act was invoked. <laughs> He hid from pretend terrorists. The prime minister hid from Philip. He did. He really did. He hid in a bunker because he heard Philip was out there. I I mean, I, I, you can't argue it. There's so much evidence. There's so much. I mean, there's trolling, guys. And then there's, have you ever trolled a federal state? into invoking martial law because it was scared of your imagination. Have any of you ever done that? That's pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. Nkidu and Entry says, more fright- I'm more frightening than actual Russian bombs. They'll run around the Ukraine with no masks or nothing on. That's fine, but whoa, I heard about, I heard about Digloon. I better hide in the bunker. I mean, this is, this is, I don't, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, 
Oh my god, it's so surreal and insane. I will never be... I'll never be get over this. I never will. I mean, I just want you to appreciate, especially those of you that have been here since the beginning, that have been been around this whole this whole thing since you know a year. It wasn't only a year ago, last January, where we laughed about how all these certain states and, and provinces, or whatever, that were all you know leaning one way with their politics and the rest went another way. So it should be you know its own separate you know super country. And then, which in, involved evolved into crazy like pay per view games, and Don Cherry is like a senator, you know. And, <laughs> and then there's the enemy Circulon Nation, and then there's pretend wars going on, and there's all all of the crazy nonsense. And you know, Philip has a time machine, and we're gonna use and <laughs> all of it, all of that. Imagine where the what? How? I mean, just imagine. Imagine it's March of uh, of of. of it was 2020. It was. I remember March 2020. Right before, right before the uh, the pandemic and all that stuff happened. Imagine if I came on and said, "I had a dream, guys. I had a dream that a year from now, a little over a year from now, this meme country that we just invented with the little flag and stuff we made is going to be the reason that the government declares martial law, labels us all terrorists, and we become the focal point of a national investigation, the likes of which no one has ever seen. Hundreds of people will be interviewed. I'll be, you know, many of us will be arrested. I'll be investigated in six different provinces. Dozens of cops are involved. Millions of dollars are spent. The international news is covering it. The Daily Mail, the United Kingdom, Reuters, every, all of that's going to happen because they're scared of this. Because they're, because they're scared of us. <laughs> Trish Ferrion says, does Maxime Bernier know about this? Yes, he does. And I'm meeting him this weekend to talk to him about it. So, stay tuned for that. I I don't know what else to say. I mean, this is... And all of you guys that, you know, bought the flags and the patches and, and you know, spread the shit around and the memes and, the, and the, all of the... It, it, it was a group effort, you know? But I mean... <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I always respect the internet troll, you know, to, to, when, you're, when you're trolling bad people... It's it's funny, like Sam Hyde. I think is hilarious, and if I ever run, if I ever get to talk to him, I'll be like, uh, I have talked to him once, but be like, your your trolls are funny. But have you ever trolled? Have you ever trolled U.S. Congress into declaring martial law because they think Kekistan is about to invade? Because <laughs> because that's that's literally what happened in Canada. And every day it gets closer to that being that that will inevitably be the only there's nothing else. What were the other excuses? What were the other examples provided? What else was on CB? Derek's clip was on CNN. What else did they use? What else was there? There was a couple videos of Pat King being silly. Somebody lit a fire somewhere, which was proven to have nothing to do with anything. There was irrelevant, you know, threats of, you know, rape, which didn't happen. And, you know, somebody had a gun somewhere, which was, again, nothing to do with the protest. So the primary and only real reason that I'm left with in these vague statements of terrorism and domestic terrorism and, uh, you know, is, is Diagalon. That's the only, and they, they call it, they, I love how they say it like it's a real, like, the Diagalon group. Do you hear yourself? Yeah, Slippin' Lizard was on Russell Brand. Like this, this, the, our little, our little stupid internet group of people literally took the foundations of the country and just went. <laughs> we just shook the whole fucking thing apart. 
It was that easy. And we weren't even trying to do it. We trolled the whole world, really. Yeah, we did. It's insane. It's been insane. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. And it's, it's everywhere. Yeah, Theo Fleury's posting Ferryman's memes. So did Elon Musk. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Keep trying to ignore us. It's only going to get worse. We'll only become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Ferryman's told us, poor Matt Green, if only you knew how dumb it is. You should make that meme. If only you knew how dumb this really is. <laughs> CRJ has his number. He's a minister... Uh, or no, I keep saying minister. He's a member of parliament for the national, the new, oh my God, the new Democrat party, the NDP. It's there on the, on the screen and his phone number. Let's tell him what the F happened. Clip this segment. <laughs> you could, I mean, I've, I, and that's the other thing. I, I emailed every single Senator, every single conservative MP. Then I emailed every MP. They have no excuse. I, I've left messages on seven or eight different uh, seven or eight different offices. Uh, one of those old guys that was talking, Dane Lloyd, I contacted uh, Rachel, a bunch. I've contacted a bunch of people. Anytime you guys want to get the other side of this story, and you can go, oh my fucking god, this is you know, and it's on. It, it can't. It, it's it's inescapable. It's been months. Where are we at now? We're at um, May eleventh. This was late February. It's been three months. Where's the terrorists, guys? Everybody's figuring it out that it, there aren't any. Even the NDP are asking questions. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like somebody's going to have some explaining to do, and it's not going to be me. But I would love to help. Short and long, says, glad the ITAC info chick has a college education. Nothing but the best. Yeah, she's super smart, clearly. BGB says, why are there no physically fit people in CSIS? I, yes, they clearly have no standards. Ankle weights while walking from the undercover vehicle to the front door is an exercise. <laughs> Camus Key says, this system is imploding. Well, this is what happens when you've, you have no standards uh, at all for years. Canadian Roughneck says, we need shock callers on all these morons. Every time they don't answer the highest bidder, Gets to shock the shit out of them. Answer the question, Brenda. I know it's frustrating. Um. Well, I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm. I'm. Yeah. No. Yes. I'm. Um. What was the question? Sorry. I was daydreaming. I was daydreaming about cake again. The ferryman stall says, "How can the alternative media ignore this?" I don't know. Um. Mr. Green said Daglon three times during the inquiry. How come True North ignores that clip from the inquiry but plays another cowardice? That's right, because Andrew Lawton is a fat coward. I've met him. I was stood right next to him. The, the, all you need to know about Andrew Lawton is I was right next to him. The first time I got anywhere and did anything was when I did the fucking um, the protest outside of Dalhousie University when Omar Cotter was there speaking. Andrew Lawton was five feet away from me the entire time, and he refused to acknowledge I was even there. He watched it. He was standing right there in that clip. It was in the intro earlier, right? I guess I'm the bad guy now. He was fucking seven feet to my left when that clip was shot. He was there on every, everyone went in and as everybody came out, he was interviewing more people. He was there the whole time and he didn't want to say a fucking thing. Ezra ran away. They all, they all hid. They all hide. A bunch of people came at him on Twitter and he wouldn't acknowledge my even fucking name. He's like, well, I, I didn't talk to that guy, that veteran, that person, because I talked to some other people. I didn't think it was necessary. Yeah. Cause they were the story. Some old guys that showed up for a minute and left. That was the story. 
It wasn't me standing there yelling at people for hours in the fucking rain by myself. You're a coward. You're a, you're a fucking conservative party supporting shill. And you don't want to do anything. You know, I don't, I don't want to get, you don't want to get your hands dirty. You don't want to get involved in anything that's actually going to have any fucking, you know, rocking the boat. No, no, you don't want to fight anything. You just want to sit there in your comfortable little fucking donut filled shack and collect your fucking money. So I don't, I don't, I don't care if they call me tomorrow. I'm going to say, no, I'm good. I'll wait. I'll t- I'd rather talk to somebody who has some fucking guts and it's definitely not you. Despite ironically, the massive amounts of guts you do possess. You know, literally. Mama Bear Shannon says, no wonder the badass leaders like Bolsonaro never went to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? And it's, well, why are you being mean to Andrew? I'm not on his side because he's not on my side. These people have had all the time in the world to figure this out. And, and we've tried. And I've been like banging my fucking head against the wall here. And you know what? And I know they know. They made the choice. Anderson Paladin says the prime minister letting Idris Elba fuck his wife is somehow less embarrassing. It is. It is. That is less embarrassing. Your wife cheating on you is less embarrassing than declaring war on someone's imagination. That is probably the most insane, ridiculous. I think South Park predicted something like this. My life is a South Park episode. This should be this should be a movie. Like this is insane. This is a Will Ferrell movie if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I want Will Ferrell to play me and John C. Riley to play Derek. <laughs> this is so dumb. This is the dumbest thing that may ever have happened. Oh, Canada. <laughs> derp, 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 derp. Uh Jack. How are you, Mace? Remember when you used to rage about uh, not getting attention from the media and WFEF puppets? Insert Chris Farley. <laughs> that was awesome. Your next quality intro is going to be surreal. I have some a few people working on some. Like it's taken taken a bit. Um, it wasn't me. Well, there there was no reason to pay attention to me though. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not like trying to do this for attention, but but at some stage you got to be like okay. And I didn't say much for a month or two, did I? But now I'm like putting my hand up going, okay, excuse me, this national federal inquiry you're doing and all of these experts and the RCMP commissioner and CSIS and all these people, you're, you're literally talking about me. I'm right fucking here, dude. I'm right here. I'm a private citizen of this country. I'm a fucking veteran. Do I get any say in this? Would you like to know what's actually going on? I would love to tell you. I'll give you my hard drive. I've been on the internet fucking 14 16 hours a week for four straight years doing this talking that's what i've been doing i'm not building there is no terror cell nothing it doesn't exist it's just people hanging out on the internet talking and occasionally we get together and have some barbecues and have some drinks and i eat some edibles from 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 mr Pladsmith and get ripped out of my mind because they're way too strong that's what we do that's what happened that's what's going on i this is all very easily provably true and you're listening to the dumbest people in the world try to describe in a very overly complex manner something that is very not complicated or complex at all. It's very simple. You listen to liars, a bunch of uh, politically idle, uh, motivated liars, made up a bunch of shit. You believed them. You ran out all you know, fired up looking for the boogeyman, looking for terrorism, flipping mattresses and looking under every nook and cranny you could find. And you can't find them. And now you're confused. 
Well, whenever you're ready, I'll f I'll explain it to you. Whenever whenever you got a minute. But, you know, do, you know, 50 more CSIS interviews. Knock on 50 more doors, 100 more, 500 more. Go freak out a bunch more people. Go harass a bunch more people. I'm sure you'll, any minute now, I'm sure you'll find the terrorists any minute now. Just, just keep trying. Keep it up. Keep, I want that bill to be as high as possible. I want you to interview a thousand people. I want you to start going to the United States to interview people there too. I want this to be a cross-border fucking investigation now. Maybe there's people, there's a couple guys in Australia. You might need to fly down there and interview them too. Do it. Do it. That's where I'm going to make a confession right now. That's where Dagalon hides all of its weapons. It's in Australia, but you're going to have to go there to find them. You have to go there and dig them up. <laughs> they didn't even they couldn't even justify they didn't even want to justify using the the war measures act over the flq who were kidnapping and killing people and bombing things and now we've gone even below that well those were those guys on the internet were saying mean stuff though <laughs> hey russia russia today do you guys want to do this i know you guys would love to get some fucking knives in on the canadian government i'll be i should you know what you know what i'm gonna email ryan dawson as soon as this is done and i'm gonna ask him for his contacts in rt and i'm gonna pitch them this story so how about that, Canada? How about that, Canadian media? I'm going to... The, the Russian media is going to scoop you. <laughs> How's that sound? How about press TV? How about the fucking Iranians? I, he's got contacts there too. I'll go on Iranian state fucking media and explain to the rest of the world how much of a fucking living joke that you are. How if anyone... If, if anyone... If you knew... How, really how bad it is how i mean I, the the urge to commit suicide would be overwhelming that's the only reason i haven't done it yet because i don't i don't want to ruin my fun and have you guys all commit mass suicide jim jones style to avoid the embarrassment of what is inevitable i can't wait it's gonna happen even if i'm dead it's still gonna happen there's nothing you can do to stop what's coming there's nothing you can do you got it horribly wrong horribly catastrophically wrong your reputations are ruined forever and um you can thank evan balgord and bernie farber and richard warman for that <laughs> you can thank the canadian anti eight network for absolutely immolating your entire careers it's great it's good i'm looking forward to this oh and, and then there's the defamation cases which are coming by the way because again in some of the other cases that I'm being forced to deal with because of the lies you people tell, they, the, the police are citing your, you know, quote, articles, which are really just opinion piece tabloid publications, as evidence. Now, the funny thing about defamation is uh, it's difficult to prove unless you have some kind of, you know, uh, you know, very easily provable, demonstrable way to show how someone's libelous, you know, words or defamatory statements have, you know, uh, harmed you. I would say getting arrested and charged based on lies other people have told about you is would qualify. My lawyers think so as well. So look forward to that in the future. Man, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be the biggest own goal in history. Oh, Hellbilly Luxus, I'm, I'm late. Sorry, don't hit me. I won't hit you. What I will do is use my, my uh, THC-infused imagination 
to concoct some kind of horrible nightmare that the government will take seriously and then <laughs> ruin your life over. My imagination is more powerful than ceases itself. It's, it's outstanding. It's, it's quite, uh, I wish I'd used it for good instead of evil. You know, what have I done? Sean M says, maybe you could put up all the picks of Ceases operatives and we could start playing Docs the Creep Bingo. That's my plan. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm waiting until I get like a substantial amount. I published a few just so I want them to know that I will do it and I'll do it again. Three. There's three of them out there now. And uh, I'm going to wait till I get, I got a few more. I want to get like a double. I'm going to wait till I get at least 10. 10 or 12. And then I'm going to make a nice collage of all the different ones and uh, where they were. You know, what they were, what, as much information as we can get on each one. And then I'm just going to post it on social media. And I'm just going to do this over and over. I'm just going to keep doing this. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not the one, I'm not hiding, right? Ceases is hiding from me, <laughs> okay? <laughs> to protect their incompetent uh, imbecile bosses. Tassos Platus says, what's going to crash first, the government or the Toronto real estate market? I think both are crashing equally the same time. Uh, let's see. That news article will be awesome. I have contact in Israel. <laughs> I don't think they would. I have a feeling I don't think they would take it. What's going on on YouTube? Lots of people. Name names. I did. I already did. I've already published it. You can go to my Telegram page, t.me slash Raging Distant. I publish it. I put stuff up there all the time. That's also the same place that, again, all of these people, they like to pretend I don't exist, but you can't do it forever. Rebel News. And fucking the counter signal. They put their watermarks on, on screenshots that I published insinuating that they, you know, that they had collected them. I should have fucking did it. For, I should have put a watermark on. It's my own stupid fault for thinking these people had any integrity whatsoever. They stole, you know, the screenshots from, from my page, from a WhatsApp um, conversation where the RCMP were talking about how great it was to beat up the protesters and trample them with horses. And all. I'm sure a lot of you people have seen that. I published that first by an hour at least. And then people sent it out into the world and they all pretended like they found it first. But it was me because um, someone inside the RCMP who trusted me uh, as a whistleblower sent them to me. He didn't send them to Rebel News. He didn't send them to Yuki and Bexy. He didn't send them to anyone. He didn't send them to Andrew Lawton. He didn't send them to Post Millennial. He sent them to me. He sent them to me. Okay? Why would they trust me and not you? That's weird, isn't that? They don't want to help me because they don't want to help anything that could be considered their competition because they make their money on right-wing outrage. They, they, they pay their bills on, you know, right-wing people being pissed off. Helping other people in, you know, let's call it the truth movement, um, expose the, the corruption and the evil that's running this country doesn't help them make money. In fact, it might help them make less money, especially if there's someone, a competitor, you know, arises to fucking compete with their, with their uh, cornering of the market. That's what it's really about. I've contacted them. I've DM'd. I've done everything. I, there's nothing left that I can do to try and get a hold of these people. Um, they know exactly. They, they're just, they're ignoring me on purpose. Fucking Rebel News has used clips of mine two different times. Twice. Two different times. They never once used my name, my website, nothing. They just said, oh, it's just, here's a clip of a guy. <laughs> you, you fucking snakes over there. I don't like to often, I don't like to say, you know, throw this around lightly, the controlled opposition word. But if the shoe fits, I know a squealer when I see one. And uh, something doesn't smell right over there. You know what I mean? Now, and, uh, you know, and, and this is the same government that does. Okay, we're going to switch these up. And then they're going to get to this James Top story because it's infuriating. 
And then the final half hour. Because this is, I'm, I literally get sweaty from yelling so much. <laughs> this is how I stay in shape, guys. You just yell. Yell into your laptop. Right? These are the same people we're supposed to be trusting. Like, oh, we can't return tires. Too secret. They, they tracked everything that you did illegally because public health. 33 million mobile devices were tracked across Canada. The program was temporarily suspended in February as a committee members investigate whether the federal government violated Canadians' privacy rights. Of course they did. Of course they did. They've just been committing crime like crazy. And all this, all the things they seized from the protesters in Ottawa, they're not even giving it back. They didn't even catalog or log most of it. Convoy protesters say seized items missing. Police dispute the numbers. No way. Ottawa police says it seized 41 items. That's it. 41 things. When it cracked down on convoy demonstrations between February 17th and 20th, among these are generators, heaters, and barbecues, which are either purchased by the protesters themselves or donated by supporters. OPS claims that six of the 41 items have been returned, but 35 pieces of equipment remain locked up and in their possession. That's it? According to several protesters, OPS have blocked attempts to retrieve equipment and materials worth thousands of dollars. As best we can tell, everything was kind of thrown in trailers and taken out of there as quick as possible, says organizer David Paisley, who hosts Live from the Shed. I know him. I'm going to talk to him on Thursday. Um, so they'll talk to Dave from the Shed. According uh, True North will talk to you, huh? There he is. There's Andrew. You... <laughs> Say whatever you want about me, but I'll never be a coward like you. As best we can tell, everything was kind of thrown in trailers and taken out of there as quick as possible, says Dave. Time was the overarching priority, so everything was very rushed. If they truly only have 41 items in their possession, then either a significant amount of items were thrown out, or there's some contractor somewhere sitting on a large number of items. Yeah, I bet that's probably the, that's probably the case. Ben Froze, a crane operator who flew a Canadian flag in front of Parliament Hill, has been trying to retrieve his flag after he said police caused approximately $2,500 worth of damage to his truck. He says, I still haven't heard if it was taken. Actually, remember the big giant flag at Parliament Hill under that big crane truck? That's this guy. Hasn't That flag is... It's a, it's a Canadian flag, right? You can't... Where is it? He says, I haven't heard if it was actually taken somewhere as evidence. My flag is still a big question mark as to what they did with it. If they just threw it out in the garbage, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past these people. Carl Duvall, who helped manage the convo- uh, protests, managed the protests at Coventry Road Distribution Hub, said that tens of thousands of materials had been removed by someone and that the police didn't allow the protesters to take away items themselves. It's an incredible amount of stuff. There's tens of thousands of materials there, if not hundreds of thousands of material that was, I think, in dollars that was taken off Wellington. There's a lot of stuff that shouldn't have been taken. Trust us, we're the government. Um, we're just going to do whatever we want and get away with it. And if you ask questions, we're going to go, I, I don't know I don't know anything about that. I defer to my colleague who says, I'm not sure, I don't recall. No recollection of the events in question, nor do I have a statement to make at this time. I must confer with my legal counsel. Because I'm the good guy, right? I, I don't have anything to hide, that's why I'm not uh, answering any questions. <laughs> now, the most... I'm going to have to power up for this one because this is going to this is going to make a lot of people mad. Me included.
And I'm gathering strength to do it because it's so infuriating that I'm... I need to respond to this properly because it's... It's, a, it's, it's beyond the pale. So I mentioned tomorrow morning, 11 local. I'm, I have to check. I'm going to double check this, but I think 10 a.m. Eastern. James Top, the Topinator. Uh, we'll be back here. I, I do these other, it's, it's a different show, sort of. I call it house arrest. I just kind of sit here and talk and chat, you know, to people, or sometimes I just bullshit myself. I don't, I do them whenever. It's a different kind of a format. It's a different kind of an experience. Tomorrow morning, 10, 11. If you don't know who he is, he's a Canadian Forces veteran. He's still serving. He's being not quite dishonorably discharged, but close. For, you know what? Let's just play the damn. <laughs> Be easier to do it this way. Um, six minutes long. Yeah, sure. I'll have to play the whole thing. You get the idea. My name is James Tom. I'm a warrant officer. I served in the regular army for over 25 years. I transferred to the reserves. I got a job with the public service working for the RCMP. I was placed on leave without pay and I am in the process of being released from the armed forces. I am not authorized to wear this uniform right now. I accept full responsibility for what I am doing and what I am saying, and I am willing to suffer the consequences. This is hard for me. I may suffer repercussions for uh, what I'm doing right now by wearing this uniform out in public. But something needs to be said, and I think I speak on behalf of a lot of people when I say enough is enough. I do not speak on behalf of the Canadian Armed Forces or the regiment that I have served with. But I want to honor them and I need to wake them up. I do not like the direction that this country is going. I disagree with the government imposing mandates on us. I am not here to speak on behalf of any political organization or group. I am here for me. I am here for the people of this country. It's the people of this country who work for a living that make this country run. I work for them. I also am here to pay my respect to the veterans of this country that have given their lives and their, and their limbs and their minds in the service of this country. I am doing this for them as well. So this is my message. We as Canadians, all Canadians, need to stand up for what we believe in. First Nations, immigrants, and the people that were born here. This country is ours. It is not the property of the moneyed few. There are people out there who risk their lives every day. They're truck drivers, they're construction workers, they put the power lines up, they lay the telephone lines that enable us to communicate with each other. I'm here for them. I put this uniform on 
for them to defend this country. So I want everybody to know what I intend to do as a form of protest against overbearing government mandates is to march from Vancouver to Ottawa on foot, under my own power, and on my own dime. This is peaceful, this is constructive, this is setting an example for anyone that they have the power to stand on their own two feet and make their voices heard if they have a problem. They have the right to do that. Am I afraid? Yes, absolutely I am. But I'm gonna work through it. I am not encouraging lashing out with violence, with coarse language, with profanity. I am not making inflammatory statements to any person or group. I want us all to come together, everyone, to recognize what we have in this country. And that's the freedom to speak out and disagree and make our voices heard. I disagree with what the government is doing right now with citizens of this country who have chosen to go to Ottawa and make their voices heard. It's time to reach out with an open hand and not a raised fist. So on the 20th of February, I am leaving from Vancouver and I am marching to Ottawa. I've not always got along with the people that I work with, and I've said the wrong things and, and not acted in ways that were professional. I just want them to know that. And if they want to reach out to me, I would love to hear from them. If what I am doing is offending you, then I apologize. But something needs to be done. I have spent the last two years sitting back, saying nothing, and that time is done. It's time for me to do something in support of Canadians, in support of soldiers. Being a soldier isn't just about taking up arms, it's about mobilizing your inner resources to do something and make a stand. And not just that, to march forward. And that's what I'm going to do. I serve this country. By putting the uniform on. I this guy is the, the man. pride in this uniform. And what it means. And that flag right there. But any of my brothers and sisters in uniform. Why I am here is I want you to understand that you have a right to make yourself heard as well. I'm proud of everybody that came down here. I am proud of everybody who is holding a flag. And if you want to support me, I welcome it. But if you want to insult me, twist my words and my message, that's your right. If you want to hate me, that's your right too. You have the right to your own opinion. So say what you're gonna say, and I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say.
This dude's a legend, man. I mean, I can't even... And you, he, he's in... If you go to canadamarches.ca, you can find out where he is right now. There's a live GPS tracker uh, on him. It's taking a long time to type this in for some reason. And he's uh, currently 1,898 kilometers to go away from Ottawa. Let's see where he's at. This evening, last I checked, I think they were outside Kenora, Ontario. The man has marched with a rucksack on his back from Vancouver. He marched through the Rocky Mountains in February. And here's where he is now. He's past Kenora, actually. Just past Kenora. On Highway 17. Heading towards Dryden. He said all the right things. And he's doing it the right way. And um, please support this man. He's going to be here tomorrow. And, um, you know, like I said, it's incredibly inspiring what he's doing. So no matter what you're going through personally, we've all given or sacrificed something pretty much at this stage. or had to put up with something in the pursuit and the fight against this. What we all know instinctively is happening to our home and to our country. And it is often difficult for a lot of people. And sometimes not everybody makes it, and sometimes people give up, as we've seen. And, you know, I'm not any different. I have difficult days as well. But I will tell you this, it definitely helps a lot to know that an incredible superhuman and... and <laughs> feat of mental and physical endurance is being undertaken by this man on all of our behalf that no matter how hard and how difficult it gets and how much you're suffering james top is still marching he's still out there and he's still coming he's still getting closer the man walked marched from vancouver to kenora he's almost there he's in ontario this is fucking insane with a rucksack on and he's doing it in record. He's, he's moving between 25 and 50 kilometers a day. Snowstorms, blizzards, rainstorms, windstorms. He didn't wait till it was ideal weather. He just got up one day and you saw the video. He was like, I'm, I, you know, I'm just doing this. And he was still a uniformed member of the military. And because of that, he's being punished. And no one will talk about it. Nobody in the media. He stopped outside the, the headquarters of CBC in Winnipeg. And they didn't want to talk to him. They won't acknowledge him. I said in a video, if he was wearing a, a t-shirt that said end white privilege, if it was some kind of pro-leftist communist message, he'd be on CBC every week with updates on his progress and the whole damn thing. There'd be, you know, a telethon. There, he wouldn't be, he would be able to throw so much money at him. He wouldn't have anywhere. To, there'd be, the rucksack would be overflown with money and support. Some of the other people have said, you got to, even if he was, if, if someone else was marching across the country in support of genocide, you know, be like, that's insane, but you got to respect the effort. It's not even newsworthy. They pretend he doesn't exist. They won't even do him the respect of a man that did 28 years in service to the country, multiple deployments. Everything that he's done, he's not even worth acknowledging what he's doing are you sure cbc and you want to pretend you're the fucking good guy you're impartial 
We're just reporters. No, no, you're right. No one in Canada would, would be interested in this story. This isn't a very inspiring story. This isn't a heartwarming, touching story that makes people think about the reality of the situation in which we find ourselves. Absolutely not. You're right. I'm wrong. Oh, but you know what? They did finally report on him. You know what the headline says? Is the headline says, Canadian soldier charged for speaking out against vaccine mandate in uniform. Of everything you just saw and everything I just said, that's what they took out of it. That's what Global News and as of yet all I can find. They don't even use James's picture, by the way. They just use a stock photo of a shitty fucking uniform. Look at the threads piling out of it. This is a brand new, so in the military, you burn these threads off. The flag's crooked, by the way. So whoever is wearing this brand new uniform, this is a wog, this is a pogue, this is a non-combat troop for sure. Can't even dress themselves properly. Flag's all fucking crooked and sideways. Of course, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? That's the picture they use. Not James and his sunburned, windburned, you know, face, destroyed feet, boots, rucksack, crushing the country one, le- one step at a fucking time. That's not what they put up there. They put this up there because they don't want anyone to know who he is. And then it starts by saying, a Canadian soldier who publicly spoke out again. And if you think it's a long, wrong, long article, you're wrong. It's literally two paragraphs, a paragraph. Spoke out against vaccine mandates while in uniform has been charged. DND says Warren Officer James Top faces two charges of conduct to the prejudice of good order and discipline. Those include a video posted to social media as well as public comments made in Surrey, BC. What was he doing in Surrey, BC? No one knows. They don't elaborate. Then it goes on to say Canadian Forces members are restricted in what they can say while in uniform, but Miller argues such restrictions should not apply to policies that affect them personally. Defense Department spokeswoman Jessica Lamarande, Lamarande says a second Armed Forces member charged with the same offense received a $500 fine for being found guilty. The end. That's the, that's the whole story. A guy spoke out. They charged him. The end. Goodbye. Great job, Global News. You did it. You got the story. Great job. You're, you're a real journalist now. And who, and who is it? Who, who wrote this fucking fascinating, tear-jerking, hard... Oh, staff. By staff at the Canadian Press. So no one, no one wrote it. Just, just they, them, no one. Okay. And I, th- I once upon a time thought global news wasn't as bad as the rest of them. Global news. The next remember when it's November 11th this year, why don't you just drive your van Right on to the to to the nearest you know military cenotaph of your choice. Take your crew out. All you guys, bring as many as you can as you want. Fill them all in the van. Get them out. Drop your pants. And why don't you just take a shit on the cenotaph in front of everybody? Right in front of everybody. Just go ahead. You might as well because that's how much fucking respect you clearly have for these people, and this is how much respect I have for you. Less than that. You're less than dirt. You're scum. You're garbage. And uh, you know, some could argue that you're traitors and tre- you're guilty of treason. That you can sit there and be fully aware of what. It, it, oh, we didn't know that he was. Do- oh, you didn't know. You didn't search his name and have a million fucking things come up on social media about what he's doing. No, you you didn't find that. You didn't look very hard, did you? It was all a big mistake. I'm sure. James Top or not, let this be a lesson to everyone else in uniform. And let me reiterate to many of us, those that are no longer in uniform, that know exactly what I'm talking about. These people do not care about you, and they never fucking did. 
They never did. You can do 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. You can be shot, stabbed, blown up, divorced more than once, have lost everything. As James said, pieces of your body, your mind itself, wind up homeless in the streets. They go, oh, that's sad. Oh, well. And they'll pretend, they they might even feign and pretend to feel bad for you or support you. But the minute you, you step outside the lines and call her outside the box, now you don't even exist. Because that doesn't fit, that doesn't mesh in the constructed reality of of what these people want you to believe exists, where all of the Canadian soldiers are good, proud communist gangbangers. We're all proud leftists. We're all waving the liberal flag around. The RCMP certainly fucking is. Except that's not the case. At all. And I'm, I'm very proud to say that I may have been one of the first in my generation, of my generation, of veterans to start speaking out against these fucking maniacs. I am definitely not the last, and I'm not anywhere near the most powerful at all. Let me show you a picture. This is just our first, this is our first banquet. This is our first fundraiser. Once, we just fucking started. You see these guys? This is all spawned. It's all coming from the same place. Do we? And no, I bet none of us exist either. Hey, CBC? What are you going to do about this? Are we terrorists too? Are we all terrorists too? Is James Top a terrorist too? What happens when this photo is uh, twice the size next time? And then four times the size the, photo, the time after that? There's a bunch of guys that were there that aren't even in this photo actually. This was taken you know, a fair amount of time after the, the dinner had ended. And you want to sit there and pretend like the veterans of this country don't support this and, and this is not what they think. They don't represent all veterans. No, we don't. But we represent quite a fucking few of them, actually. And the fact that you pretend we don't exist and then our sacrifices and our pain and the things that we dealt with and we don't even deserve the time of day to be considered you don't even get to you, we don't even get to have our voices heard you you won't even sit quietly and accept that our point of view is that things are going down the fucking tubes and something needs to be done about it no you're just wrong because cbc said fake news that says a fucking hell of a lot more about you than it does about us Do you hear that? Can you hear it? Because at the end of June, when James Topp shows up in Ottawa, he's not coming by himself. That I fucking promise. I don't know if you'll get away with it or not, but you're not getting away with it without us having to fucking say something about it. So I guess you're gonna have to throw us all in jail next time. Let's see the optics of that scenario. and that much more of a legend, you know.
There's not too many guys that really impress me that I would be like, if this guy says we're going, I'm falling in and following him right. I'm not even going to ask questions. I'm just going to be on the bus. James Toss, one of those men. See again, sir. Says, hey, sir. He says, hey, Max, sorry, dude. I've been busy working. Don't feel bad. It's good for you. Being a dad, congratulations. Good for you. It's been a while. I feel left out. Haven't seen any ceases people. Should I be doing something else? Throw up a Dagalon flag and they'll find you. Don't worry. Flags of Dagalon at ProtonMail.com. Also go to unpopularopinionapparel.com. You can get all kinds of stickers and things there to give ceases more to do. Jesus Gretzky says, got to shake the Toppinator's hand last night. He has blown out three pairs of shoes and has gone up two shoe sizes. Let's see one of these political parasites do one day of his journey. One day? How about one hour? I bet they couldn't keep up with him for one hour. This motherfucker's going between six and ten clicks an hour with 70, 50, 60, 70 pounds on his back. I would I wouldn't be looking forward to it. This is what I used to do for a living. So tomorrow morning, uh, ten o'clock Eastern, I think. Uh we'll have him in here and we're gonna talk about uh whatever. I have no idea. I'll have to think about it while I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> That's what I do. I sit there and not not sleep, go my brain doesn't shut up. Hellbilly says, pile of shit going on, and this crap has officially got my hairs up. God bless y'all. I'm eating popcorn, ready to watch it burn. Well, that's what we're all kind of doing right now. <laughs> Buy Seed says, how does he rock with such huge balls, though? Uh, there's, a, there's a sling system you can implement. Um, it's attached to the, uh, attached to the Yoki rucksack. It's, 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 it's doable. Don't worry. <laughs> um, hard to comment on news websites, and they block and remove comments. Yeah, they don't even let you do that anymore. They're, they're trying to curate and, and control reality. That's, that, that is the plan. Oh, that I got to get to at the end as well. Sorry, there's something else I just saw that's really insane. Where is it? Okay, this is the one. So, you know, they use fake polls to push real legislation because they polled a thousand people, probably at the University of Toronto, or, you know, this people... Who's ever even answered a poll? I've never even heard of this in my life. Majority of Canadians... do Really, I'm sure it is the majority. Support federal government's plan to regulate the internet. Poll shows. Oh, well, they did a poll. They did a poll. So there you go, Globe and Mail. Majority of Germans support federal government's plan to eliminate minorities. Poll shows. 1935. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, well, there's a poll, so that means it's a good idea. That means it's the right thing to do. There was a poll, and we polled 1,000 people. I've polled 10,000 people on my Telegram page, and 99% of them uh, said that the government should be put on trial for treason, and those found guilty should be executed by firing squad. 10,000 people, and you only had 1,000. So how accurate is, is your poll, and how accurate is mine? Thou- the polls show. The polls show. We polled 1,005 people, and they showed they showed the polls show. And, and this is the ultimate plan here. Look at this. The disinformation czar, the, the head of the new information ministry of truth in the United States, 
demands power to edit other people's tweets. They want to be able to edit your own words. In a newly released video clip, the disinformation czar, whoever this Nina, I don't know, whoever this is, demands that trustworthy, verified people, right, right, like her, be given the power to edit other people's tweets, making Twitter more like Wikipedia. Um, and I am eligible for it because I'm verified. But there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't, you know, legit, in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not um, trustworthy. Legitimate. When you're talking in a professional setting, the word is legitimate, not legit. It's legit. Too legit to quit. Other people that are not legitimate. But please continue, Nina. Anyway, so verified people can um, essentially start. Um, like, um, essentially, uh, you're already fired. I would fire you already because you... You're a joke. To edit Twitter the, the same sort of way that Wikipedia is, so they can add context to certain tweets. Um, so just as an easy example, not from any political standpoint, if President Trump were still on Twitter and tweeted a claim about voter fraud. Okay, so let's just deconstruct this here for a second. So far, you're an, inc- you're an imbecile valley girl that doesn't know how to speak to, pro- to people professionally. You want to, you desire the power to put words in or take words out of other people's mouths to make it more power, more, more, uh, conform to what you desire reality to be. And thirdly, it took all of, ooh, 31 seconds to bring up president Trump. So that's where your mind is. You, you want it, you want the power to be able to edit, uh, and you know, moderate and censor People like the president of the United States, if it so des- if it so fits your desires. Yeah, you're definitely not insane. You're not a communist at all. Someone could add context from one of the sixty lawsuits. What uh, the fuck? What was that? Go back. What was that? Who is this mask creature? She's wearing a mask on a Zoom call. So is she. But it- oh, they're in the same room together. See? Oh wow, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. But well, look at this. What is she drinking? You got a fucking big slurp from the Cinemax? What did she... Where was it? Look at the size of that! What? (laughs) I need my two liter fucking water bottle. What's in there? Dr. Pepper? Oh my god. It's... uh, That went through the court, or uh, something that an election official in one of the states said, perhaps your own Secretary of State uh, (laughs) and, and his news conferences, something like that adding context so that people um, have a fuller picture rather than just an individual claim on a tweet. Yes, a fuller picture. That's what it's about. These people are insane. As we, uh, this is uh, Summit News. As we mentioned previously, she was handled, handed the role of overseeing the president's Ministry of Truth despite revealing that free speech makes her shudder while also promoting the lie that the Biden laptop story was Russian disinformation. She also ludicrously cited the Christopher Steele uh, dossier, the Russia PP gate dossier. You remember that? As an expert on disinformation. Steele was the author of the infamous Clinton campaign funded Trump P gate dossier that turned out to be an actual product of Yes. Oh, man. Which very conveniently kind of ties me into this last you know, tirade here. What did I call this? It's okay. It's, it's not okay when they do it because that's, that's the thing is, well, it's okay when they do it, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not okay. 
It's never been okay. That's the point. We have to stop thinking like that. And Ferry, was this your, did you quote this? Is this your quote or did someone else? I don't know, but it's genius. I'm not going to pretend I thought of it. Left-wing violence is protesting and right-wing protesting is violence. That, that's where we're at now. The double standard is everywhere. And it's everywhere because the mechanisms of power that exist in society that are supposed to be operated, you know, without bias and, and applied fairly to, to keep society running. They don't operate that way anymore. They're not there to keep society running and make sure everything is on the up and up and, and you know, the right things are happening. They've been completely hijacked and taken over politically. So, when people are angry, as they are, and they're frustrated, and they do things like, oh, subscribe to a podcast like mine, where I express, you know, very loudly my opinions about what's going on and who these people are, that's entirely justified because we live in a world where they're to be, the, the, we're being constantly abused and gaslit and psychologically tortured by these, these wretched people. Here's an example. You may recall Did I lose the story already? You may recall that uh, my girlfriend and I were arrested recently for, um, well, what we considered protesting. I'm going to have to go back to my notes to find this. There it is. Well, you know, and, and the left-wing outrage at the time, you know, was, well, you can't, you can't, pro protesting outside someone's home is absolutely ridiculous. That is, oh my, that is so far beyond acceptable. You should, you know what? Actually, Greg, Greg, uh, Greg Wycliffe has a good video on this. I saw it just earlier. <laughs> just very, very short. But this uh, pretty much sums it up. If you don't know who he is, please go subscribe to all of his things now. And watch all of it now and subscribe to all that. No one should ever protest outside of a chief medical officer's house. That's where their family lives. That should be illegal. Oh, Roe versus Wade. We should always get in their face. Knock on their door. I don't care if that's their house. They need to. <laughs> you get the idea. That's literally true. There's a double standard. The peaceful protest outside the Supreme Court justice's home is good. It's fine. Straight up, straight from the, the, you know, the opinion of the president of the United States. The energy is, is negative outside Kavanaugh. Look how many people are there. They defended this. This is fine. See, it's okay when they do it. No, it's not okay when they do it. There's a double standard here. And that's because the enemy has, has controlled, is in control of all of our uh, systems of power here. There, th th this can't be stopped. I am not the problem. A pretend meme country is not the problem. You have short-sighted, very unintelligent buffoons, clowns, embarrassingly stupid people making decisions on, on how they think they're going to combat these problems because they don't see anything. They're blind. They see 
angry ginger beard man yelling get angry ginger beard man yelling they see this they see that go get that go get that they 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 don't li- they don't have the intellectual horsepower to process what the problem is and the problem is everyone everywhere is getting angrier and angrier and angrier because you keep taking and taking and taking and punishing people that say anything like can you stop please The very way of life that we've enjoyed for decades, my entire life, is being rapidly vacuumed away by parasites, thieves, and criminals. In, in front of us, in plain view, they, they barely even make attempts to hide it anymore. The cost of living keeps increasing. It's more and more difficult to survive. You can't even get a doctor in Nova Scotia. Good luck with that. The wait list is, what is it, 10 or 15 years now? Forget it. The taxes, the carbon taxes, it, the constant lying and gaslighting and forcing people to participate in this theatrical production. Never in my life. And when I first started doing this was, I don't know, four, five, six years ago. I don't remember now. Even then, I was very annoyed and frustrated at the amount of meddling in my life that I would have to put up with the state. You can't even get married anymore. Well, you got to ask the government permission and get divorced. Everything is the government's business. And that was 2017, 2018. Now, holy shit, they can mask your face. They can demand that you put shit in your body against your will or they'll take your job away. They might even take your kids away, and they have done it to people that I know. They've taken their children away because they didn't consent to government authority, to government meddling, to dictating over what to do with your life. I didn't create this fucking problem, CSIS. I'm commenting on it. I'm commenting on and providing you a look at a very real problem that is not going to go away with my demise. It's only going to get much, much, much worse. Much worse. The idea that you think you can manage this, that you can keep this under control, you've basically committed treason upon an entire multiple generations of people and given them very little, diminishing by the day, by the week, hope for the future, taking it all away, bit by bit, or even a lot at a time. Their family members are committing suicide. You've got elderly people starving themselves to death in long-term care facilities because they're not even permitted to see their own families in the twilight of their years, the last days of their lives. They're locked in a room somewhere in a facility with a bunch of fucking strangers. They can't even see their grandchildren from beyond a fucking glass wall, and you think it's okay, and they kill themselves. And when people are like, I'm getting really fucking upset, we've got other people trying to go, and you know, you can't even go to the funeral. Nope, you got to be vaccinated to go to the funeral. We won't even give you the dignity of being a human being, and that's what it really comes down to. They have shit on the very idea of you being a dignified human being. And then, shockingly, for some reason, millions of people across the country support and in the tens of thousands descend upon the capital city to peacefully and calmly express their frustration at the situation, and your response is to trample them with horses and then say, it was the ginger beer guy's fault fuck you you're a fucking child you're an idiot and you're not gonna get out of this you could do whatever you want to me and the rest of us there is no way out of this for you you've created you've just set this whole fucking place on fire and there's no way to stop it 
You're, let's face it, you're never going to admit you're the problem. You're never going to admit it was your policies, that it was your decisions, it was the things that you said. How long should we tolerate these people? It was never you. It was all of the millions of people who just are experiencing it differently. Isn't that the problem? That's what it is. They should just try not... Maybe an epiphany. Maybe an opportunity. Yeah, it's an opportunity, all right. It's a fucking real big opportunity for the people of this country to wake up and see exactly what you are. And you're a liar. You're a fucking criminal, all of you. You're lying thieves. And you're murderers. And I hold you personally accountable for all of this devastation. How many people's mental states, emotional states, have been so racked and plagued and destroyed? What did somebody say the other night? Oh, the, the more people feel mentally you know, worse now in the past two years than ever before in their lives. Gee, I wonder why that is. Hot darn COVID, it was you. It was you, and it is you, and it continues to be you. And if that isn't bad enough to make it even more of a fucking punch in the dick, you made more money in the past two years than you ever have in your career. You've never been richer. Now you're a bunch of celebrities. You're on TV all the time and you're making money hand over fist. And Ceases just can't understand why everybody's getting so angry. Well, you know, maybe not to you with your $150,000 a year fucking salary. But for John and Jane Citizen with kids to feed or people with student loan debt or just everybody's basically drowning alive in slow motion. That's what it feels like. Everyone's basically drowning in fucking quicksand and your response is to hit them over the head and try and push them down faster. And that's you helping. And then if you see someone trying to help them out of the quicksand, you, you better go after them too. If I didn't know any better, I'd say you dec- you're, you're intentionally destroying our civilization and attacking our fucking people. Because everything you do results in, in that objective being furthered. Nothing you're doing is helping anybody. You know what I had somebody say to me the other day? And it was like, the tone of it was so dark. It was like, when is the last time? And it was an honest question because this person was looking for something to, to not feel terrible about. So when's the last time you saw or heard anything on the news that wasn't awful? Like, is there anything? Could someone please give me a reason to feel hopeful? I would like that, please. The government did this and it's continuing to do this. And this is the only, one of the only governments in the world to be this as ridiculous as it is. People that are unnegated still can't even travel in this country. Everywhere else you can, but not this one because of the science. The science is different here. You still got to wear masks indoors in many places. You still got to do all the nonsense. In Ontario, they're campaigning. And what did I say? This coming year, they win the election. Mandatory vaccinations for kids going to school. And they'll get it. No one else is doing this. I can't understand. I, I just, yeah, you guys are right. CCC, RCMP, you guys are all right. We're the bad guys. I can't imagine why anybody's upset or frustrated. And shame on me for identifying this problem and through mutual expression of outrage over our mutual shared browbeating and gaslighting and oppression by these people and intentionally orchestrated 
professionally designed methods of destruction of all of us. How dare we? How dare we find some comfort in the fact that it, well, you know what? At least it's not just me. There are many of us that feel this way and perhaps together we can survive together. How dare I throw me in jail? Put me in jail. Put me in jail now, you fucking cocksucker. Go ahead. You don't have enough jails. It's only going to get worse. Don't you understand? They'll even tell you in their own stupid reports. Oh, domestic extremism is on the rise. There's more. There's threats appearing everywhere. Yeah, people being angry with the situation is domestic extremism. It's on the rise. It's on the rise because so is your lust for power. It's a very easy solution. You want to you want to turn the dial down on the crazy? Then you need to look in the fucking mirror. And let's face it, you're never going to do that because your greed and your obsession and your narcissism with yourself far exceeds any tiny modicum of a human fucking soul that you may still possess. So let's just do the math real quick. We're on a collision course for a nightmare. Do whatever you want to me and the rest of it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's very few of you. What did James call them? The moneyed few. And there's a lot of us and the more you take away from me, which I've got nothing left, I've got pretty much nothing left. Do you know what happens when a fuckload of people feel like they no longer have anything to lose and they're very frustrated and they're very angry and then someone comes on TV and goes, it's time for sustainable development and a green, sustainable future. That's why the Liberal Party of Canada and Canadians and Canada have a carbon tax and a, a price on carbon and oof. redacted <laughs> gee I wonder what's going to happen if you guys were any good at your jobs at all and I mean even a little bit and you spent 10 fucking minutes actually reflecting on what's actually going on in this country and in the world right now and what the the cause of the problem is you're the kind of people that when if someone is suffering from like bone cancer you just cut their leg off like my leg really hurts just cut it off there leg gone problem solved Mm, no it's it's cancerous cells it's in the whole body it's spreading everywhere it requires a much much more radical and, and and more intelligent response did you see, that was your that was your plan that's your plan Whew. time to get out of here in a second i've been yelling a lot for a few minutes i told you it was going to happen you're going to read the last of these and then uh and then get out of here Thank you so much again for the for the support, guys. I appreciate it. Entrystream.live, that's where the uh, chat comments and everything goes. It's, you want to send one, I appreciate it. And Rumble as well. Everybody else sits here and watches it for free, and I go bankrupt. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm done soon anyway. They're going to kill me. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, I did my job. I, I embarrassed you all. I buried, I made your entire fucking I'm big serious government man. I'm a, I'm a big serious government. How's the war against Diagalon going? 
<laughs> you can never undo it. You can never undo how ridiculous that is. Grad- Congratulations. Congratulations. You can call me all the names that you want, but I'll never be that fucking stupid. That's with you for life. You're always the people that declared war on a man's imagination. You all, you will always have been that stupid. You might as well have tried to, you know, bite a live cobra. You might as well have thought you could fly off the Empire State Building. You might, anything, you'd be like, I can't, but what, what were they thinking? What, are they stupid? Yes, very, very stupid, yes. How can anyone be that stupid? I know, it's shocking, but they do exist. And by some miracle, you know, alignment of the stars, they've just all occupied the halls of power of this country because um, no one cared to stop them. Hellbilly Deluxe says, pile of shit going on, and this crap is officially, I read that one already, sorry. And that one, or no, I didn't. CRJ says, it's Canadian tradition. What are are these beetles? What are those icons? Are they squirrels? Yeah, they're squirrels. It's Canadian tradition to punch above one's weight class. The World Wars prove that. James Toff is the living embodiment of the nation. I agree. I agree. He's a, he's a legend, and I can't, I'm looking forward to talking to him tomorrow. Cam is key, says the one in the middle has a mask on, too. We covered it. He says, this is the same girl who asked Santa who she had to fuck in order to get rich and famous. <laughs> yes, sir. Bass in the grass is the people in this country care more about the drug-addicted homeless encampment folk than our veterans, and it's uh, disgusting. Mr. Top deserves all of the credit for what he is doing. This one's for the Toppinator. Cheers. Bigot's death to Stalin and a laugh at Mirko Mundi Mundo. Mirko Mundi Mundo. Mientras Mirko Massino. And his bullshit answers. He's never looked dumber and uh, everyone can see it. You, they, they can tell themselves no one's laughing at them and no one hates them as much as they want. Go outside. That's my challenge to you. Go outside. Tell everyone where you're going to be and go there. Any city. Anywhere in the country. Say, hi, I'm liberal cabinet minister, whoever, or I'm the leader of the NDP, or I'm whatever. I'm going to be here and here in such and such a time, and I'm just going to stand out in the middle of the street at this time. Go do it. See how, how well-received you are. Everyone fucking hates you and wants you to die, literally. They literally, I hear from people all the time. They hope that someone just assassinates you. They can't wait until you're dead. That's the general demeanor of most people in the street in relation to how they feel about the government of Canada. So, I don't know. Maybe you guys fucked up somewhere. You're not popular. There's, there's not too many happy people anywhere. So, if that's your threshold, thesis for like, well, we're trying to find people that don't like the government. You're going to be working a lot. You got your work cut out for you. You know what? Why don't you just... You don't, you don't even bother going to the Dagalon houses. Just interview anyone. Just go to every house. Just go to every house in the country. You might as well. If that's your standard, <laughs> I'd say at least 70% of the country at this point. Amber Button, keep up the good work, man. Thank you very much. Hellbilly Deluxe says, I'm so past angry. So am I. I'm, I'm, I'm like at peace with it. It's, it's, what's, <laughs> BGB says, the feeling of fear flees when you have nothing else to lose. Well, there it is. There's where I'm at now. I is what it is. We're here now, so do what you're going to do. Buy Seeds, thank you very much. Says, you say it all so well, and it's damn refreshing at a time of endless lies and twisted fake narratives to hear the truth ring out loud and clear and rightfully full of rage for what they are doing to and stealing from children and generations to come. Attacking children should warrant an appropriately scathing response. Thank you all. Thank you very much. Poopa Platter, find your friends before it's too late. 
t.me slash raging distant. I'll forward it right now in case I don't forget. Because I may forget. No, I will definitely forget. There's a pinned message on there of all of the community boards for all the provincial areas. If you want to go there and uh, network and all that stuff, there's a just read the read the pinned message in there so you know what the, the hell it's for. All right, don't go in there and you know try and buy machine guns from people or <laughs> don't be retarded. All right, it's there for social networking and peer support and uh, something we all uh, need and can use. Um, that's what they're there for. Um, try and take advantage of them. Good luck. It's best I can say. <laughs> Bass in the grass says they can't go outside unless it's in Ukraine at a U2 concert like a bunch of scallywags. There's a word you don't see too often. Cowards and traitors. No shit. Anderson Paladins buying Phillips horn. That's going to probably do it for me. I got a headache from yelling so much. So yeah, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, I think. 11 Atlantic. Um, Top will be here. I got, I got, I'm actually talking Dave from the shed tomorrow as well. And then Mark Friesen tomorrow. I got a whole day tomorrow sitting here yelling and talking into this thing. And then Friday, of course, I'll probably have another stream that night. And uh, there's also a PPC event, I think Friday. And then Max is going to be here Saturday. And we're going to a dinner there with them, those people. And we're going to, um, he wants to talk about it, and I'm going to tell him all about it, and I may go on his podcast as well. Uh, they've asked, expressed interest in that as too. So I got a busy rest of the week and weekend coming up, and you know, after that, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Every day I wake up, and my first thought is, "Oh fuck, I'm still alive." Jesus Christ! All right then, that's how I start every day. It's every day of my life. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, thank you so much for the support. I appreciate it. Um, um. That'll uh, that'll do it. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> fucking Antifa to death. Oh, there's plans on that too. There is a dead man switch. Don't worry. I got some videos I gotta upload. There's one I gotta cut up and upload. I gotta go through a, a certain certain interrogation with a certain RCMP officer about a certain other snitch-fed rat person who's mentioned explicitly as a cooperative uh, entity uh, with said uh, shitty RCMP snitch-fed people. Gonna upload part of that soon uh, when I get a minute. I just haven't gotten around to it, but I have it, and uh, it's gonna be fun. For, for it'll, it'll, it's just it, no, most of you are not gonna have any idea what it's about, but I and that person are gonna have a lot of fun with it. That's gonna be out in the world now as definitive. It's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good time. Anyway, it's not okay when they do it, and. These people, they can't tell the difference between a joke and a threat. It's embarrassing. You need to do better. <laughs> right. And I'm not trying to convince, I don't care. They can do whatever they want, and they will. But I'm just, I'm just telling you what's going on from where I see it. And, oh, no, more, what? Apparently Morgan some wild shit for the after party that she discovered in her dad's collection. I don't know if I want to know about that, but uh, we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, has that already been posted? I'll, I'll forward that as well. No. Barry's got a job. Oh, he does. He's a dedicated... <laughs> if only you knew how dumb it actually is. <laughs> That's what he called it. Very well, very well, sir. Very well, sir. But um, it does appear as though Things have shifted a bit. People are asking questions. They didn't used to. Boog and Blue Taco says, Cease this government, get better soon. Not because you're sick, but because 
They need to get better soon. They do. People are asking questions, and um, they, they don't have answers for these questions. I love watching them squirm, and, um, you know, you're ridiculous people. And we all know how stupid and, and terrible you are at your job, how much money you've wasted, um, you know, and how many lives you've probably cost the country by misallocating resources and focusing your attention on a bunch of, uh, you know, patriotic people that, you know, listen, subscribe to a podcast and, you know, participate in a fantasy meme country for fun. That's what, that's what you did with your time as defenders of the people. Um, embarrassing. I, I don't, I don't even think covers it. <laughs> I don't think that even covers it. You can never undo that. You will never, ever, ever undo that catastrophic level of incompetence. We memed the government into declaring war on someone's imagination. My imagination. And I'm so glad all of you uh, have decided and, and enjoyed participating in my imagination. Unfortunately, that's the, all of the imagination I have. For this. There wasn't a lot of my imagination tonight. It was mostly just me yelling. These kind of alternate. Uh, sometimes I'm really silly and just do silly things. Other times I just yell a lot. Like Sometimes it's something in between. I don't know. I don't really understand it. I, I'm just a vessel for the insane. Philip controls me. He controls my every move. And I do as he commands, the one true God. You know, so thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for participating and, um, and your support and your donations. It's, it's uh, very much appreciated. I'll see you next time. And uh, tomorrow morning, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. I'll post it on the board as soon as I figure out and remember what the hell it is I'm doing. 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 Atlantic, I think. Something like that. And I'm going to be sitting here all day uh, doing this shit. So um, I'll see you then. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Um, see it. Uh, some people are going to go to the after party. It's on the Telegram page, page t.me slash Raging Dissident. RagingDissident.com has all the links to my social media stuff, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, whatever. It's, it's all there. Whatever you use, whatever you want, you can go there and get uh, links to stuff as well. You know... Boog and Blue Taco, Bass in the Grass, Poopot Platter, Buy Seeds, BGB, Hellbilly, Amber Button, Cam is Key, CRJ, Jesus Gretzky, Robert O'Leary, Tassos Platter, Sean M. Raging for no reason. I'm a cranky guy. Hellbilly, Sean M, Jack Anderson, Paladin, Mama Bear, Shannon, the Ferryman's Tall, Canadian Roughneck. Got you, got you. Taylor Stanley. NYC Bit, thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. Sergeant Bear, Pilot Mike, Andrew Bennett, Icer Toast the Second. The Boog and Blue Taco. Cam is key. I got you already. Fisher of Men, St. Maurice Bear, Dagalon, Biz Nasty, Short and Long. Blams, BC Bigot, Inverted Earth, and R. Mackey. Thank you guys uh, very much. Again, RagingDistant.com for all your links and, and stuff. I think that's it. Telegram, t.me slash RagingDistant for all the uh, links, updates, posts, and that kind of thing. Pretty much everything I have is shadow banned into oblivion. 
uh, drastically. So uh, if you could, if you would, if you might, if you've, uh, you know, share uh, whatever you want with whoever you want. If you think they, they might be open to it, uh, by all means, clip whatever you want. Share, do it. Do it all. I don't care. It's there for your uh, consumption. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it, and I uh, appreciate your support, and I'll see you on the next one for now, and until then, and until they finally fucking lock me up or kill me or false flag me or turn me into Gabriel Warmer or what was it, until they Steven Paddock my ass or something, because let's face it, it's their reputation or it's my ass, and it can't be both. <laughs> so, we're a little concerned, but uh, it is what it is. I didn't kill myself. <laughs> I wish I was joking. See you next time. Phil, I know where you're going with this, and I don't, I don't want to hear it. Because I don't want to vomit this late in the evening. I got to get to bed soon. I can't be up all night vomiting. No, she's gross, Phil. It, no, she's like a... I don't know. She looks like a, like a peanut butter and jam sandwich. It's been, in a, it's been one of those uh, like sandwich bags... Like all day, you know, like and your mom packed it for, you know, for, for school at like, you know, seven in the morning and now it's like three forty in the afternoon and you sat on it on the bus and it's all like, oh God, that's what she looks like. No, she's the commissioner of the RCMP field. She doesn't need a good slam. That's not, no, I, I know you don't have any standards. I wish you did. It does make me lose a little bit of respect for you. Yes. That's true that most people don't survive your, um, we call it encounters. So I don't know what you're doing here. I don't know if you're, who are you trying to help, if anyone? Yourself, right? You are always, try, you are always trying to help yourself. Working out some frustrations. You know what? I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear about any of this. I'm going to look over here. I'm going to leave the door unlocked. And if you go out and do something tonight, I, you know what? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't know where you went. And I don't want to know. Let's just leave it at that. Normally I would say I wouldn't. Oh, he's gone. He's already gone. You didn't. That. Wow. He just left. Normally I'd say I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, but. Uh, in this case. I'm not mad about it.